0: Welcome one and all to the greatest wrestling show on the planet, as hosted by your wily veterans,
1: Will Macklin and Braden Mayhew, as well as the next generation cohorts, The Beast from BC, Alec Miski, and the man they call Gibby, Zach McGibbon. This is Wrestling... We're Welcome inside the CKDJ Studios for Wrestling with Ideas. Here on CKDJ 107.9 Ottawa's new music. Well, th- actually, this is a podcast exclusive, so it's actually not going on 107.9. We're, we're still we're still in CKDJ headquarters. We are right, we uh, are in the, the
0: CKDJ uh, headquarters, the Wrestling with Ideas Studio.
1: Yeah, we are. I am Zach Begiven. <laughs> Alongside me is our special guest co-host because our other co-hosts, uh, Alec Miskey, he took a chair shot to the head yeah. uh, on the way here, and so uh, Maddie J from he- the Wrestling. Cast podcast is here. Hello, hello. He's here to uh, <laughs> fill in for us, and uh, you got a pretty big role. I mean, we, you've got to cover Battleground, and then after this uh, podcast
0: exclusive, mm. you got to cover Raw. So, uh, lo- thankfully, some of the best six hours of wrestling we've had, and we've had oh, well, no. over the Love last that. span of like eight nine days some of the best wrestling we've had in a long time oh it was mainstream especially night, for so.
1: especially for wwe oh yeah
0: Oof. definitely definitely so uh let's go through uh
1: battleground now mm. uh you told me before you did not see the pre-show match neither did i nobody
0: really yeah came i was celebrating match. a birthday yeah. for those wondering yeah i was turning 30 and the folks were you said, hey, celebrating
1: uh, finn Balor's birthday which was uh, the next day.
0: I did have a couple of apple ciders mm. in his honor, so that, there's that. That'll work. That'll work. <laughs> I uh, didn't have, did not have Guinness. Didn't, it didn't. was not available. It was. Me, it was but, not there. You know. <laughs>
1: but but at least you made the effort to go out there and and get it. He
0: had a hell of a birthday too, if you ask me. So <laughs>
1: we'll we'll get to that. <laughs>
0: we'll get to that. But sure. uh,
1: first, let's get to uh, the uh, women's tag team match: yes. Dana Brooke and Charlotte versus Sasha Banks and Blank. And
0: uh, I was itch, I think I it was one of the very few people who actually said, Okay, it's too obvious. She wasn't the, the lady that would, would eventually come out. Oh, she's wasn't drafted, she's not gonna pop up, it's not gonna happen, and then there's a it, the entrances happened. Mm-hmm. Sasha's in the ring and there's that little uh, anticipation. Mm-hmm. And I just like, okay, they're they're anticipating Bailey and then a rain of booze, and then the theme hits. <laughs> And And the the crowd pops. The crowd pops, and the quote George Carlin, roof flies off. (laughs) (laughs) Wow.
1: What an amazing pop for this one. Uh, It turns out Bailey was the uh, surprise mystery partner. Yeah. Even
0: though Sasha had been telling everybody on social media that it's not not happening. She's not being here. She's. she she fooled the trolls as she said she, in that Fallout video. She she so. fooled Mister Meltzer as well. If you saw that match, hey, Meltz. Hey, you know, any day you can fool Dave Meltzer is a good day. <laughs> <laughs> that's a, that's keeping kayfabe. <laughs> that's that's keeping kayfabe. Yeah. Um, match itself was uh, pretty standard, standard fair. But again, these ladies can go. If standard fair for women's, if, if a standard tag match for women's fair is what you get, that's excellent. Yeah. Because standard fare for women's tag team matches a couple years ago, was, especially
1: with Dana Brooke involved,
0: yeah, if you could get a standard affair with Dana Brooke, I don't involved. get where the heat comes for for Dana Brooke because I've always said this, and it's become reality. Do you want? Do you want? People are bitching about Dana Brooke and it's, oh she's not that good. She's still green, and I'm like I'm one of the, the guys that saw the first match. Look hey, she's green. She's had a, a what couple hundred matches now, almost. I'd say so. Almost. If you include tours, If you well. include tours and everything else. She's getting better. Oh, yeah. Unlike another stick with, <clears throat> I'm not allowed to say it, <laughs> it's it's not my show, and I want to keep this guy employed. Uh, keep me in college. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, still, still. Yeah. CRTC. Working. You know? <laughs> I, I know. I used to work in, in a radio environment. I know the CRTC. <laughs> but, uh, you know, it's like, do you want Ava Marie? Because that's how you get Ava Marie. And guess what? That's how we got Ava Marie, folks. Yeah. But, you know, Dana Brooke can go.
1: Yeah, Dana, like... Dana certainly got the athleticism. She does, and uh, you know I've I've seen this argument a lot. Is like uh, when when Dana's called up, people are saying, "Well, the, the learning doesn't stop when you go to the main roster." But the yeah. problem is, the main roster is the main obviously yeah. viewing point, point. and first first initial reactions. Uh, impressions, sorry yeah. Are so key in wrestling mm, That's So, true. so key And if your first and impression is that you're a crappy wrestler You're going to have a very hard time Building out of it There's, there's been a couple first,
0: Who was her first opponent? Alicia Fox?
1: Uh, I don't or even Something remember. like that? Some, somebody along those lines you yeah, know and Paige actually I think that uh, was during the phase when Paige was just jobbing at everybody
0: yeah that might be the that might be the point yeah again everyone's got their you know, first match jitters hell Chris Jericho has had first match jitters for yeah. God's sakes
1: like yeah, so, exactly. So it's not like it's not like you know. Like I said, I'm first, not expecting Lou Fez out of out no. Dana Brooke right away, right? But people like, were
0: expecting Lou Fez out of Bailey, and she <laughs> she she cranked a good match out. So there's that.
1: And uh, interesting part of this was uh, the way this match finished up. Uh, Sasha uh, locked in the uh, bank statement yeah. on Charlotte, the women's champion, mm-hmm. and at the time people were like, "Well, this is must be." Uh, must be some uh, future outlook on what would happen in the women's matchup at SummerSlam. <laughs> eh.
0: Well, uh, eh. we got that a bit early—a little, in, uh, little uh, Christmas present early or SummerSlam present early. Yeah, SummerSlam, a-, a Christmas in July. But it, yeah, that's true. It's still—it's—it's it's around that time. Mm-hmm. It but, yeah, is the time. And but they were still setting up that match. Yeah. 'Cause the tap out happened and it was like, Oh, where she's like she's due for a women's title match. I was like, there you go. Yeah, there you go. There's that. So uh, so yeah, again, a standard match.
1: Um, again, good good future outlook on stuff. Uh, the reports though were saying that this thing for Bailey is just a one time. One and deal. done
0: until at least SummerSlam.
1: Until That's at what least I read. As SummerSlam.
0: Well, which makes sense because you you're still over you were over if you brought her over now you'd be overshadowing Charlotte versus Sasha which is a great program in the first place don't yep. spoil that mm-hmm. and you are going when do we get Charlotte versus Bailey when do we get Charlotte versus uh, Bailey or Charlotte versus anybody or mm-hmm. Bailey versus Dana Brooke or Dana versus Sasha well Banks? you
1: know you know the one thing I wanted to see I, I pitched this a while back uh, on right here on Wrestling with Ideas yeah. Um, and one of the things I pitched was, uh, you know what you could do? To build this sub. And I thought at the time I was like, this is the perfect way to build this sub. Mm-hmm. At SummerSlam, you have Sasha with her big moment. Yeah. She wins the title, she's celebrating. And uh, Bailey comes out and starts, you know, the hugs obviously with yep. Sasha. Yep, yep, and yep. and and she's, you know, very proud of her friend. Sasha starts to feel angst towards Bailey because she gave, especially with this Battleground thing, mm-hmm. she gave Bailey the spotlight at Battleground. Yeah. But now Bailey's coming in and taking her spotlight at SummerSlam, her big moment. Yeah. And there's that jealousy towards that because Bailey's also really Again. popular. And then. You know, Back. boom heel turn, Backstab. and then you uh, <laughs> heel turn, and you get the big uh, Bailey versus Sasha Banks program on on your main television uh, for, uh, for the rest till, uh, for
0: the rest of the year until at least Survivor Series, which could yeah. be a blow off. Yeah, exactly. So it's you know it it it, it it's summer still young. Yeah, it's we're, true. We're still a few weeks till SummerSlam. bailey going to be there at SummerSlam weekend. She's facing Oscar yep. for the NXT title for NXT Women's title. Yep, it could happen. Yeah, you never know. You know, you never know. You never know. Um.
1: I mean, I mean, obviously, it could still happen. I think that moment was missed tomorrow, but again, we're just going a little again,
0: bit Again, it's one of those things where it's a one-and-done, and there was a vid- Facebook video of her showing up at the Performance Center for the all-access deal that they have for yeah. the fans who have a lot of money. You, I am jealous. You, <laughs> <laughs> you jealous pricks. Yes. Why did you bring
1: me? <laughs> um, <laughs> so uh, we move on to our next match. It is the Wyatt Family versus the New Day. Some people find this a uh, dream match.
0: Yeah, it, was, it, it, it delivered, uh, if you want it It felt like a dream, I guess. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. That's probably one of the weaker matches, just thinking, okay. I never found your New, New Day had great matches, honestly. New, like- Day, New Day has good
1: matches. With the right team, yeah, exactly. That's you know, that's what I mean. Like, because I I find like New Day is great. They're entertaining and all that. But when and they're individually, in
0: the ring, individually, Kofi Biggie, and Xavier, they're great wrestlers. Oh yeah. So Xavier, especially, like we don't know. We haven't seen too we much have, of Xavier. We have barely scratched the surface with, with Xavier Woods. Like like they're just they're just giving the mic on. You, you'd be microphone guy. I was like, yeah. oh, okay, can I have a trombone? Tram- Why yeah. not? Can I have a unicorn head?
1: Why not?
0: Sure. <laughs> Why not? Try get it over. Can That's
1: we have our saying. own breakfast cereal? <laughs> Why not? We can sell that. We'll print money with that. But <laughs> <laughs> um, well, yeah, I mean, again, as you mentioned,
0: there wasn't really anything special about the match. And and I find this with all New They were new putting Bray Wyatt over when they were splitting him up the next night, which yeah. is weird. But... If if you're gonna put over Bray Wyatt, he the guy needs a win. Yep. So better to give him a win and split him up, but it's it just did not make sense. No, Morty. You know, I've probably a tag team mat, tag title match, just to have the tension of. Uh, but they would have broken it by Wednesday. The, but has been uh, really the by theme, so, eh? Like yeah. this is
1: the first time that's happened too. Like at yeah. WrestleMania 32, uh, League of Nations. Decided to get a pin over New Day, and, and nothing then get, came out of that. And then
0: have, have them get squashed by four by three legends. Admittedly, that was a mark-out moment. Oh, it was, it was a still, great mark-out
1: moment, but made no sense know. for the future. Yeah. It, so, you know. It sounds like something Russo would book.
0: Yeah, he He was very vocal. Um, yeah. we'll, get, we'll get to that. We'll get to... That oh, was awesome what happened to WrestleMania, bro. <laughs> I'm made out of them. Moving on. Moving on. Uh, I hate, I'm supposed to hate Russo. <laughs> passion. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> there are entire podcasts dedicated to trying and hate Vince
0: Russo. Oh, it's a running gag whenever we can, but we haven't heard from Russo until, like, a couple minutes ago, so yeah. there's that. Yeah, so... uh but yeah,
1: Wyatt family one yeah. and uh Bronny the Strowman, uh Eric Rowan yes. and uh, Bray Wyatt, they are not going to be together. And uh Strowman's just going on his own. Uh he's got Green his, as hell. He's still he's, he's still very green. But uh y- you know,
0: good good luck good luck putting him over. That's all <laughs> I'm gonna say. You could try, but Give her a shot, boys. I mean, to
1: say. I mean, it's gonna be interesting the next couple of uh, weeks with Mister Strowman. Yes, sir. United States title match: Zack Ryder versus
0: Rusev. Uh, Rusev won. Well, let me let me dust off a thing. It wasn't exactly a, a, a one minute one of those, but a squash. Yeah, it was. Yeah. It's, and I feel bad for Zach because one of those guys, hey, we're going to put him over and then we're going to bury him. Yep. We're going to put him over and then we're going to bury him. It's, it's again, we're going to put him over. And then he's wearing U- uh, the USA garb on I'm like, he's he's, he's getting squished. He's, <laughs> he's, he's going to
1: get squashed.
0: He's going to die. If they
1: had Titus O'Neil lose on Father's Day, they were oh. going to have Zach Ryder lose in American garments.
0: It, it, it was bound part. to happen. It was bound to happen. And then it looked like it was gonna and they made it, credit to, to Ryder, it made it look like he made it look like he could have won it. Yep. And then he, he, it looked like it was going to break the accolade, which is like, oh, wow, they're going to really, they're going to make him break the accolade? Nice. All and right. then Rusev stretches back, yeah. kill, kills the back, Which, was, which has bumble. been a great addition, by the way, the pulling back yeah, on the Yeah, the pulling acolade? back part, the, uh, the stretch Armstrong maneuver. Yeah, exactly. Know? There you go. It makes sense and you know uh, it, it makes him look, okay no more blanking around <laughs> you're coming with <laughs> me <laughs>
1: <laughs> you're coming with me that sort of steel crush you literally crush literally crush you <laughs> I crush you and make you humble <laughs> and uh, <laughs> so after the match is what made it interesting yeah so Rusev raised the title as he stomped
0: on yep, Zack yep. Ryder, the final burial. Of course, uh, and of course, insert. Stop, stop, he's already. <laughs> you can also look at this
1: as the final deletion if you want to. Oh, that's true. Yeah, you could there? also look at yeah, it like yeah, that. Yeah, Just not as wacky as the final deletion. No, and
0: not as bat blank crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Not as awesome. No, uh, it's true. <laughs> hey, people, and there are still people who, who hate it. I'm like, guys, it's you're the missing- room. <laughs> it is the room of professional. It is professional wrestling's answer to the room.
1: Exactly. If there you've is. never
0: seen the room directed by Tommy Wiseau, don't watch it alone. Watch it with friends yeah. First off, And two, you're going to have fun with it. Oh, it's, it's It okay. is. But it's it's our version of that because... I am. I was the biggest Matt uh, broken Matt Hardy detractor for the longest time. Mm-hmm. I'm like state of your hair. He looks like <laughs> what the hell side his accent? They're gonna turn him into King Booker again. That's gonna suck. And then the final deletion match happened, and it was awesome. And I'm like, this is so bad, but my God, it is awesome. <laughs> it's so. I'm laughing. It's my so head bad. Off. It's good. It is amazing, Senor Benjamin. Yeah, prepare the ring for, for prepare, a battle. Prepare the battlefield oh, for massacre. For massacre. And oh, it's so great! The first thing I said to Tina became my co-host over at the Russell Cast. I get it now. <laughs> I get it. It is. I, I, I. No, I keep going with that gimmick. <laughs> I still hate the hair, but go, <laughs> go with it. Go all with the it. way with it. All the way.
1: Call the call the boat, Skarsgard. The dilapidated boat. Yes! So... uh, Duct tape that thing and shoot it again! (laughs) God, that was so great. Yes. We hear the Hype Bros music and Mojo Raleigh who... Speaking of... Who uh, must have tested positive for uh, Red Bull. (laughs) Really... He was like all full of energy in this one. (laughs) He... He came in and he faced off against Rusev and he's bouncing up and down. He's yelling at his face. He's like a football player. He ain't out He he ain't high! Rusev looked at him like, "What the hell is this?"
0: (laughs) Come on, I had five shots of Red Bull before he came out, bro. Come (laughs) out, come out, Matzka, Matzka. Let's go, come (laughs) out. You ain't come out. (laughs) And uh, Rusev just left. Yeah, he's like, he's like, "Okay, I will match Caillou tomorrow."
1: I the best part media. about this is Mojo is on SmackDown and Rusev <laughs> is on Raw. So this felt to absolutely nothing. No, but unless, still... unless
0: they're doing a SummerSlam and a promotional match. It would make sense if they want to do that. They could still, they could build on that, but for Or now we get a
1: hype bros versus Rusev two on one handicap match.
0: Oh God, you're gonna kill Mojo <laughs> Raleigh. <O'Reilly? laughs> this guy is fifteen hey, per this You ain't hype. Hey, hey! don't get me wrong. I'm a, I, I, I like being hype, but it's one of those, oh, God, I, I am not hype for that if you do that. Um, so, yeah, that happened. Yes. Um,
1: we go to a backstage segment with uh, Stephanie McMahon, also known as the one who puts other people over. Her words, not mine. Yeah. Who is backstage yeah. with general manager Mick Foley. Seth Rollins walked in and they remind him he has the chance to bring the WWE title back to Raw. No pressure, kid. No No pressure. pressure. (laughs) Rollins is confident (laughs) about the triple threat tonight.
0: Yes. Sami Zayn versus Kevin Owens in what was probably. Match of the night. Oh, it was definitely. I'm sorry, I had to scream away from the microphone because I don't want to kill this microphone. (laughs)
1: It's nice. It's a very nice microphone.
0: And this is. It is a very nice microphone. (laughs) But. Oh, my God. I, I, I am a self-professed Kevin Steen slash Kevin Owens mark. Yes. And even b- a bigger fan of the owens Zane rivalry. You guys have no idea. If you've just tuned in from their time in NXT, you have no idea. <laughs> like, none at all. It's, it's amazing. Final Battle 2010, the fight without honor, El Generico versus Kevin Steen. You will get... What I'm talking about?
1: Why are you throwing El Generico in there? Isn't he is down that, in Tijuana
0: helping kids out? At yeah, he is. He is. Same as was his handler. Oh, okay. from what I've been told, from a reliable you see, source. See, WWE doesn't explain that. That's they why they don't these, explain that. These storylines could be so much better if they explained those little parts of the little, story. Little, bit, little bits. Little bits. Just but, little bits. Little, little wink, wink on that one. But still, <laughs> I, I'm like, okay. People are going, oh, I'm it's like, oh, they're putting these guys over, like Ornn versus Scene. I'm like, no, I want more of that. These guys <laughs> are amazing. They get better every time they fight each other. And that match at Ground was an example of that. That was probably their oh. best match together. In WWE, is definitely their their best effort so far. Mm-hmm. And they've had a killer lot of great efforts. Matches.
1: Yeah, it was really, really oh. good. And the, the the thing that stuck out to me, of course, mm-hmm. everybody's been talking about this, yeah. the SIE botched moonsault by uh, Sami Zayn Zane landed and... straight down on his shoulder, and he sold that shoulder for the rest he... of the match,
0: and that is key he evidence was... that selling is still important it's... in professional wrestling. The art of selling was good because I was, again, in a Skype call with some friends, and everyone would go, he's screwing up his shoulder again, and I'm like, wait a minute. I'm looking at the ref, ref's checking him and I'm like, I don't see a doctor. No. I see I see what you He's did. selling. Nice. Nice. Good and job, Sammy. Owens, the professional lady is. All right, let's fuck let's screw up your shoulder even more. <laughs> <laughs> Going right in there. Right. right in there.
1: Exactly. And this was just a
0: fantastic match for the rest of the match. Sammy was holding his shoulder holding his shoulder. Selling selling it, it as be- as best he can. Mm-hmm. Till the end but then again it's the adrenaline rush quote unquote yeah that adrenaline will do wonders it's a it's it's, uh,
1: it's amazing how much selling can really impact match i oh. can't and and, 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 and and what the best part about this is he did so well at selling the shoulder, people now believe that he purposely botched the moonsault so that he could <laughs> no. have purpose
0: in this. No, That's, he's just that damn folks, good of a wrestler.
1: Folks, I'm
0: not a professional wrestler, but I know what good improv is. That's good improv. <laughs> that
1: is some amazing improv. Oh there was a ton of moves in this matchup. A ton. We had a brainbuster yes. on the
0: apron. Hey, you gotta call it what it is—brainbuster on the apron. <laughs> on the apron. On the apron. I—I mean, so now many now, here's shenanigans the on the apron. I'm like, oh, now they here's the thing: kill each other on that apron. Here's the thing, though. People are like, oh
1: my gosh, he did a brainbuster. Who do? If you actually watched the matches of WWE recently, yeah. like you could go back to AJ Styles versus Chris Jericho. Yeah, Styles did a brainbuster in that match. I remember that. But we have not seen a brain buster on the apron
0: like yeah. that. And for those who don't know, that's the hardest part of the ring, right, JBL? <laughs> but oh, Well, I'll tell oh. you Maggle. <laughs> I'll tell you Maggle. <laughs> we
1: we got we got twenty one <laughs> That's of stuff. Ball yeah. game. <laughs> Ball game. Shut up, Maggle. <laughs> oh, what the hell are you talking about,
0: Maggle? <laughs> We could go all night. Oh, we, we could just could go all night. JBL.
1: I'm surprised he has not blocked me on Twitter yet. Uh, I'm so surprised. <laughs> I'm
0: so so surprised. I can't believe it. I, you know, I've only been blocked by one guy. It's, it's some stupid troll from like a few years ago because I said something <sighs> about Sean Michaels. <laughs> you know, it's funny or whatever.
1: You want to you want to know who has me blocked on uh, Twitter? Who? Matt Taven. Matt Taven has me blocked on Twitter. What? Did and he? it's for the funniest reason. What the hell did I, he do? I watched an ROH pay per view. Yeah. And and it, it was during the time when the Kingdom was still around. When it was yeah, Bennett, Canellas, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cole, and uh, Taven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Taven was being such like a showoffy jerk. It was. Crazy. I didn't. I didn't even tag him in this tweet. And all I tweeted out was Matt Taven is a mark. <laughs>
0: Wow. (laughs) Matt Taven is a mark. Two minutes later and then then, someone retweeted it to him and then, okay, thank you, blocked. And then
1: Really? And then then I was like, uh, and then I decided, oh, I need to follow a couple of wrestlers for Ring of Water. I go to Matt Taven a couple days later I see him blocked.
2: Wow.
1: I was like, (laughs) Wow. (laughs) What? Because I called you a
0: damn mark? It's, like, it's not like he calls any of us the regular common wrestling folk marks. Hell, you know, I'm gonna believe there is no there is no longer the smart Mark. I'm a freaking Mark, but I'm like, wow. <laughs> Matt Taven is a Mark blocked. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and uh, and Mike Taney ha- not Mike Tanae. uh What's his name? Jeremy Borash also yeah. has to be blocked. Really? But that was because of the whole Caitlyn Jenner stuff. And he, oh. And, and he said, and he posted some stupid stuff, and I, and I called him out on it, and he blocked me.
3: And it's well. funny because I
1: actually liked, I, I liked Jeremy Borash. I've I've sent tweets to people where I'm like, can you please tell uh, Jeremy Borash to unblock me? I'm fine with Taven. I don't really care if Taven blocks me. Taven, you can can block me forever. I I mean, you play your heel gimmick. That's great. But, but, But Borash, please unblock me, man.
0: You're a great commentator. In fact, you I think you should, did, you think you should be taking over, Josh all, Matthews. You just did. You all, we all did something stupid. Come on. We
1: all said some mean things in our life, and oh, yeah. that we didn't really mean. Yeah. So, anyways, <laughs> we got way out of hand. Yeah. On that one.
0: We welcome to my world. <laughs> <laughs> so this match was fantastic. Yes. The finish, beautiful. Beautiful. Beautiful finish. The, uh, Kevin Dunn, say what you will about, it, about his opinions, but when it's time to produce good. Camera he could produce. It. This guy, oh, I was like, he got a great close up of Sami Zayn right after the first Huluva kick during yeah. the finish. Yeah. And he, the, the camera zooms, zooms in. I was like, he's, he's about to pin. I was like, uh, uh-uh. uh, yeah, I ain't done with you. Frozen back up. Boom! Another yeah. one. Another one. Ooh! It with was
1: a tent. It was, it was, it was good. This was an awesome match. Beauty. This, this was match of the night and may go on to be one of the matches of the year.
0: It's on the list. It's, it's certainly it's on, the, on the, list. the list. It
1: definitely has to be in the top 10 because this match was yeah. fantastic. Beautiful. There, there's been a lot of good matches this year. Yeah. This definitely has to go in uh, with one of and those. And
0: that's so. just WWE. I mean, if you go into New Japan, New Japan, Lucha on the Ground, has Blue had John a few,
1: Yeah, you know. Um, PWG, of course.
0: True. True. If you, like, like I said, I, I, we do the best and worst stuff, and we're about to do the uh, mid-year report. And uh, I think one of the, one of our guys thought about. Oh, let's put a PWG match. I was like, guys, I wish I could catch PWG all the time. I can't. <laughs> it's so good, man. I've been told. I have been told. <laughs> oh man, you you've got to check it out, especially with Bola coming out. Oh my god, Battle of Los Angeles. I might actually I might actually pay money to actually see that. Really, like if actual that, tickets and all that? Well, if I well, I'm not flying, over there, <laughs> sadly. But if someone throws that on DVD or puts that on a digital download, I will watch. Oh, it's it's without question.
1: Just just watch. If you see Chris Hero match on PWG, it's awesome. It did uh, yes yes, and, seen, and the talent I've that seen. they bring in are fantastic. So it's gonna be it's 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 awesome. I'm uh, you got to see some more PWG. Oh yeah. Um. So uh, we move on to our next match, which was Becky Lynch versus Natalya. They got the spot where they had to be they after had,
0: a really good match. They were the piss break, sadly. And you know what? I liked this match. Yeah. This was a good match. This was a good cool, cool down. The crowd was just still recovering from the last match, yeah. which was match of the freaking night, by the way. I don't but know they if were you into noticed. But they were but into they this were match. But they were into it. They were the people who stayed They got a good match out of it. It was a great match. Yeah. I
1: liked it. I'm not gonna go out there and say obviously it was match at the night or no. like that, but it was it was it was a good match. I like I, I like this rivalry. It's nothing crazy. It's just two two people that don't like each other and they have to settle settle their yeah. differences on pay per view. And, and, and sometimes they, and you it has keep, to keep that
0: simple. And you got to keep them busy and keep them on TV. So
1: and and it seems like they're going to be the pinnacles of the SmackDown women's division, which uh, I I am not happy
0: with that. I'm like, how? What are you going to do with that division? As in SmackDown? Yeah, I'm like I. Carmella gonna, like, could be a star. Carmella, I, you know, I think that's the idea.
1: And 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 yeah. Alexa Bliss as well. I I'm a huge fan of Alexa Bliss. I think Don't she's
0: fantastic. Me. Don't blame you. <laughs> she's uh, she's like she was good as a face, but the minute she turned heel, it turned off. You know what? You know, at first when she debuted as a heel with uh, Blake and Murphy
1: down in NXT. Yeah. I was like, "Oh no, she's she's got so much babyface potential." Then she showed all the heel stuff, and she changed like, her character around. I'm like, this, "This
0: this girl." She had a she had a I don't know if I'm allowed to say it, but she had a bitch switch. <laughs> oh yeah. she turned it on. And I'm like, "Yep, she's a heel." Oh yeah, she's got it as totally a heel. Totally it.
1: And and you know what? If she were to turn back into a babyface, I bet she she would nail that as well. Oh yeah. So, uh, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm very, uh, hopeful to see where Alexa Bliss goes. Mm-hmm. Uh, Eva Marie. Is Eva Marie. <sighs> I think Bailey will eventually get to SmackDown. And that way, we'll have a little bit more def, depth. Yeah, because because the Raw Women's Division is like Staffed. Paige, Stasha, Charlotte, Dana. If you want to include include her, in
0: there. that's a million dollar question. Where do you want Bailey? Do you want her on Raw or SmackDown? Now, oh, I'd, I'd, rather Smackdown. On, I'd rather have her on Raw. Oh, really? Because you would have better feuds with her on Raw. You have a better oh, that's cool, true. But. I I don't
1: I don't deny that, but I think she has a better chance. Like, because I feel like. Uh, I think Bailey's got super mega star potential. Mm-hmm. I, I really do. I believe she could be, and and people are gonna laugh when I say this, but I really do feel like she has the potential to be a rock, an Austin, a Hulk Hogan, that sort of stuff in the female side. Bailey, yes, yeah. I all I, I, I feel look, like
0: all I have to do is look at her success with her gimmick in NXT. Yeah, believe me. She, like
1: she, like here's the thing: she's in NXT, and you look at her the amount of Twitter followers that she yeah. has. Like, I, I look at other things when it comes to a wrestler to just see how over they are with an audience. bailey has got 490,000 followers last time I checked on yeah. Twitter, and that was as of Tuesday as we're recording this. Yeah. And uh, I've checked others. Kalisto has 100,000. Apollo Crews has 60,000. You know, uh, Rusev has 235,000. Not bad. Finn Balor has less. Uh, you know, she's a lot over. of these guys,
0: a lot of these guys, and she's got, and she's got every demographic down her yeah. rich, her gimmick is geared towards the nine year old girl. Yep. And that, that young demographic. She's obviously not, not, she's not, she's something to look at. So it's yeah. got the, the horny teen down. <laughs> But you, you, you kinda of have to like you kinda of have to wash yourself
1: after so, a little bit. Because you're feeling bit. a
0: little dirty for a bit. You feel a little dirty when thinking about <laughs> yeah. it. But if if you're in that demographic of like looking at anybody and then she cleans herself very good. Like <laughs> and, but in the ring it's like it's Bailey. But yeah. But she's got the ring presence. Yep. She's one of the best wrestlers WWE has. Yep. Period. Not just NXT, WWE. Mm-hmm. And that includes Sa- Sasha and Charlotte and Oscar. Mm-hmm. So she's one of their better wrestlers. The minute she hits that main roster, if they do everything right with her, you're right. She I, can she can become
1: that. And and the, and the one criticism I've seen of Bailey a lot is well her promos aren't that great. And I'll she listen, doesn't and, have to be like. I lo- and, and and I look at her promos and it's like, I think that's. I that's don't want to say purpose. that's the point. I don't want to say that's the point, but it's like that's part it's of her character. You know what I mean? Either on purpose, or, or it just what makes her even more likable. Yeah, because and, it's or like a Paul,
0: a, a Paul Heyman would you know say. I, it it's sorry. like okay, let's enhance the positives, mm-hmm. and let's try to hide the negatives. But right. it's a negative. I'm like okay, let's use it. Like like a good example of that is Sandman. Yeah, Sandman was an awful wrestler. Awful, Best awful wrestler. entrance in the game, but that's what you paid to see. The you entrance. paid to be there, be charmed beer while Inter
1: Sandman played. Yeah. Exactly. That's what you were there for with Sandman. That's why. That's with, why you're pissed with Bailey, off. With Bailey, with yeah. Bailey, I find her promos. It's like, oh, she talks like a little girl, and it's like, I think that's, that's her point. gimmick. It's like I think the reason why a she's, lot of little girls are attached to Bailey is because she's essentially the embodiment of a little girl. She, of getting she embodies to her, her little her ten year old self. Yeah, exactly. And she's she's the embodiment of a little girl accomplishing her dream of becoming a professional wrestler. And I think that's why she's connected so much. Yeah. And that's why so many people like her. It, it Like, promos are one thing, right? Like, yeah. if you have good promos, it's going to really help you out because... Again, like if you're a good speaker, like Miss. Yes, yeah. is a good speaker, and he's great with the public, and he's a good guy. And to he in. is a perfect Hollywood d-bag. Exactly, he is perfect. He has got the gimmick down and all that, right? It's the same thing with Bailey. She's got her gimmick down. She knows what she is, and she finds different ways to keep it fresh, because because it's been all it's she's really upgraded her character a lot from oh, yeah. from her debut, so. Anyways, Natalia won the match, so this seems like uh it's going to continue on though this feud,
0: which yeah, is good. I like Which it. is not a bad. <laughs> they they're both great Becky Lynch is, is no slouch. Natalia's been around, but she's one of the better wrestlers. Keep keep the feud going. Yeah. That, you know, there's nothing more to that. They're both great workers. Yeah. They're both great workers. Uh,
1: speaking of great workers, we got Darren Young versus The Miz. Next. Oh, speaking of
0: The Miz, oh, this was probably the worst match Ooh, of the night. sadly, but uh,
1: which is unfortunate because uh, I actually like Miz. I think he's a good Miz is a great heel. Guy.
0: I mean, there was a Fatal Four Way a couple of months C-Cesaro down the line. Cesaro owns Cesaro. Yeah, that was one of the matches of the year. Yep. During and the uh, Extreme Rules, and guess what? Miz had a, just as big a part in that match as possible. Whether people so like it or not, he did. He did, and I'm like, okay, I'll be the first one to admit I'm a, the biggest Miz fan, but I'm like, dude, you, you gotta give a credit. You cannot deny him yeah. credit for that match. Exactly, it's not just the, the other three guys. Same thing here. And Darren's no slouch. He's not a bad wrestler. It's just yeah, I don't understand hmm. why people think he's not very good. I think it's just we haven't seen so much of Darren. They, I think Darren, it's like a, it's it's remnants of the old era, quote unquote. Right, right, Where right. they they they're trying to make Darren Young great again, and he should have debuted two months ago when the the vignettes were still good. And then yeah. they they overdid the vignettes. Don't get me wrong. Bob Backlund going insane is one of it's the always best things on television.
1: Yeah. I just again, but, I, I I I never really understood the criticism against Darren Young, only because
0: I, it was I, never to give him a proper chance to be a singles competitor in the exactly. first place. So how could you judge so, it by his singles matches when he's met He's me- had a handful of matches. Right. And they're playing with that gimmick of like, oh he's oh oh he wins. Yay! And the Jeez. next match, yeah, it was the interference, but he, he helped, he knocked off Alberto Del Rio, and he had a decent match in the process before all the shenanigans. Mm-hmm. This match was just a case of okay, they had to get over the fact that Bob Backlund is bet, you know what, crazy. Mm-hmm. And, well, that's pretty much it. Yeah. <laughs> that's all they had to do. And guess what? That's what they did. And they're going to continue that feud. And it's not a bad idea, again.
1: One of the highlights, though,
0: was the attire that Miz and Maurice came out in. Oh. I'm sorry. I, 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 I'm one of those people. I looked at Maurice. Maurice, if you weren't married, I'd be spanking it to you.
1: <laughs> oh. We're getting very specific
0: now. Yes, very specific. <laughs> we're getting very specific. But you're married to the douchebag, so no thanks. So boo! a heels. <laughs> <laughs> also, also Miz, State of your damn mask, mate. Yeah. What the hell? Come on, man.
1: <laughs> make make your oh. make your beak bigger, man! Come on, you're right beside yeah. Maurice. For God's sake, yeah, over overcompensate for <laughs> God's sake, <laughs> just a little bit. You're the Hollywood d bag. Make it look, look, look make it look good. Make it yeah. look good. Make Hollywood great again.
0: Hey, don't don't. Oof, oof. We don't need we don't need. Chills to have run through these. Don't DG make studios. me think of that other guy. That that <laughs> uh, yeah New. <laughs> so Miz won by DQ. Yeah. And, uh, and got a, chi- a cross a cor- uh, face chicken wing in the process. Yeah.
1: Uh, Darren Young kept that hold as Miz kept on tapping. Yep. God, I wish Cesaro held that title so much. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? I hope they do. And again, we're get, going get, to get him in the U.S.
0: Bit. belt. No, you know what? Belt. Trade
1: him to SmackDown. Fulfill his wishes. Let him win yeah. SmackDown. There's no depth in the mid card at SmackDown. Let him go in there. We maybe have not, a, as
0: of recording this, we have not seen SmackDown Live yet. You oh, don't that's know. That's right. That's right. That, you course. don't know.
1: You never know. Maybe, maybe Shane McMahon comes out in the opening promo and goes. We're going to make a trade for tonight, and we're going to trade Kalisto over to Raw yep. for Cesaro. That way, Raw, Raw has reasoning because Kalisto can now be part of their cruiserweight division, yep. and Cesaro comes over because Cesaro needs a new change of scenery. And, and you know what they could build up on, too? And I forgot to mention this during the Kevin Owens versus Sami yeah. Zayn feud. I feel C- Owens should also go to SmackDown. And the, really? reason, and the reason why, here, here's my idea behind it.
0: Do <clears throat> you want a split of Owens and Zane? Yes and for, for the big, for, 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 a big while, for a while for a while. yeah, it's Let like that cool because they, they, they've built up that this is the final confrontation between both these guys and right? they're still on the same roster. So yeah exactly. they did a good thing of like separating the four way man you so. you know what would really build Owens up. Have him just go up to
1: Mick Foley or or Stephanie or just both those guys yeah or guy and gal yes. and uh, <laughs> have them have them go up and say I can't stand the sight of Sami Zayn. I just can't get me out of here, cause if you don't, I'm gonna wreak havoc on Raw and all this stuff, and like I'm gonna make sure your show, uh, I'm gonna like torment your show and all that until I get traded, cause I don't want to see Sami Zayn anymore. Because, I'm gonna package every, pile drive cause, everybody. Cause cause every time he sees Sami Zayn, it reminds him of the losses that he's taken from yeah. Zayn, and he's like, I need to get out of here. I need to go to SmackDown and and become a better man there, and 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 have Owens go to SmackDown as well. Just so that they could fill in some more of the depth on the mid-card. Because they bit. need to. They need to. Or even better. And put you him even in have the main Cesaro and Owens
0: scene. fighting for the Intercontinental Championship. Or even better. Have Cesaro in the mid-card or uh, either Orgo in the main event scene. Yeah, you know what?
1: Have Cesaro traded so that he can face Ambrose at SummerSlam? Why not? There you go. You got Balor versus Rollins. Why can't we got? Why not? Why not? Why not go why for Cesaro? Turn Cesaro heel again. I mentioned earlier about uh, for social media followers. Yeah, Cesaro has a million followers on Twitter. So to say he's not over is a lie. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so yeah, it's all about that brass ring. <laughs> exactly. And he can't hold it. Damn it! He, he can't hold it because he's Swiss. <laughs> He's got, he's got holes uh, in his character because he's Swiss. And he can't speak American right. God damn it. Uh, Dad, <laughs> he speaks English just fine. But, but he's, he's got an accent. Screw that.
1: And he speaks four different languages, not English. <laughs> so uh, we go to the club versus Enzo Mori, Big Cass, and good old Johnny Cena. Promo of... Win. The night. It was a lawn promo, wow. too. Wow. Bada boom. Yeah, bu- realist guy
0: in the room. How you doing? How you doing? And Ol- oh. Mm-hmm. Beauty. Beautiful. Oh, Enzo Amore. He, that's why you pay your, your 10 bucks, your 11, your 12 bucks here in Canada. And you get a pay-per-view quality promo like that. Yeah. That's Enzo Amore. Right oh. there.
1: Oh. Enzo the way
0: right. <laughs> And DC was very much over for, for, for that guy. Yeah. Woo. Enzo is massively over. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He is uh,
1: awesome. He's a great promo. Yes. Great hand in the ring. Yes. And uh, the match itself was, uh, I, I was listening to the Wrestling Observer, ah. and, they, and they described it best. It's kind of like a Young Bucks match. In the sense that everything's going on at once that you can't really keep up with the yeah, oh, moves. Yeah, you could say that. Yeah. You could say that. There was a lot of moves in this matchup, but eventually we had Cena
0: hitting the Super AA. The Super FU.
1: <laughs> oh, man. From the for those s- from Brett's rope, brother. <laughs> and uh, pinning AJ Styles yep. for the win.
0: And uh, see you at Summerslam, yeah. Marquee match, yeah. Should have kept. Should have kept them separate till Summerslam. I could but. be wrong.
1: I could be wrong, but I think the main event for SmackDown Live tonight is Ambrose versus AJ for the title. I
0: believe. That's what I believe that's what I've heard as well. I've, I've
1: heard. I've heard rumors of that. I'm gonna. I'm gonna search it up right now. Actually. There's there's probably
0: people listening to it is like oh you're so stupid. Hey, we're just it's it's called it's called we've done all the research it's called we research. Can. <laughs> it, it's called making sure we get our stuff
1: right. Exactly. You get it. Why can't the WWE writers
0: get it? Although they've been nailing it out of the <laughs> park recently. They have. To be fair, it was not John O'Clock. It's I'd... John O'Clock, mother. <laughs> it's get the hell in. King Although I I do
1: see <laughs> this new set. And uh Oh it's kinda different but kind of the same. It's kinda like a flat thing going. But also yeah, like a
0: go, like a major flat screen. Yeah, it's let like me take a look at that. I've not screen. seen I've seen the raw set which looks beautiful. Oh that actually doesn't look too bad. That actually looks like wow. No fists though. No fists. Oh well.
1: No fist. You know what? Make it unique. Don't go don't go back into the past. Yeah. But some still. people don't like this set. I don't really mind it. I think I think sets are looked at way too much,
0: but yeah I th- I be- I hey, do I'm I a set mark. I used to mark out over the sets. So there is that
1: Let's see WWE.com has put this up.
0: Yes. A new era dawns on Smackdown live a true new era Uh. You can see this uh, right now. Well not right now, but it's probably gonna be in there somewhere. There's gotta be something There has to be something
1: Although they are hyping, who will be going after the title?
0: That that that's a good idea. That's a good
1: idea, especially when you've got a uh, pretty significant
0: title like that. Also, I'm checking on my uh, my other news, and uh, they are not punishing Lesnar apparently. Well, go what? figure. Brock Lesnar does what Brock Lesnar wants. wants. Yes,
1: <laughs> and uh, you do not want to mess with uh, Mister Lesnar. Mm, yes, sir. Oh well. I wouldn't. Well, it doesn't look like I they're doing AJ versus Ambrose.
0: Not yet. Although anyway, they may
1: announce that at the beginning of the show.
0: Yeah, the like right now we're recording at seven twenty eight PM July twenty sixth. Yeah. So they might be it might be keeping that for uh the live broadcast, so there's that.
1: Yeah. That's probably what they're doing. Yeah. But anyways, uh, where were we at? I've totally
0: forgotten where we were. We were, were at uh, a thing. Oh. A thingamabob. Oh, Super
1: AA after the match.
0: And uh, see you at SummerSlam. Also, highlight reel. And, mm, uh,
1: the highlight reel. All I'm going to say is... Uh, Randy Orton does not give a... F-
0: no. <laughs> no. <laughs> he does not care. Ladies and gentlemen, someone... someone Anyone playing Pokemon Go or whatever? Someone give Mister Lesnar a burn heal. He's going to need it. <laughs> huh? You better have burn heal. Oh, <laughs> he, he, ooh, He's gonna need a. He's gonna need it. <laughs> the whole thing's He's gonna whip his ass harder. <laughs> oh, the whole thing could be some that was by two things. RKO out of, no, of nowhere, ish, ish. <laughs> that's that's why he tuned in. And uh, the best burn of the week and that of the, includes, week. Of, the we, uh, of the week well that includes Enzo Amore he had a couple of good burns but uh, to quote Randall Keith Orton or Melania Trump whatever yes. you prefer whatever whichever you prefer <laughs> <laughs> quote so it takes ho- so many suplexes to get to suplex city okay fine but it only takes one rko to get the viperville no enhancements that is- needed good. And then Drops. the whole
1: crowd went, oh! Ooh. <laughs> Even I'm like, "Woo!" <laughs> I like Ooh. this, Orton. I like Ooh. this, Orton.
0: He's going to uh, get his ass whipped at SummerSlam. My God, is, I like this, Orton. He is going to die. He is going to die. Oh, Wiperville has started a war with Suplex City. It's it's gonna be World War Three. Where are the three rings? You're gonna need three Great rings. per views,
1: by the way. World they war are three. well
0: cluster <laughs> cluster blanks. per views, but we'll get to that. We'll, we'll we don't get to that. We we do not get to that we do not Someone else's gimmick.
1: Yeah, that's somebody else. Uh, yes. Probably some WCW podcast
0: somewhere. Somewhere. Some old school thing somewhere.
1: Yeah. Hello.
0: Anyway, Orton posed. Horn post and Horton the best Nitton. part after that after that burn, ever's like, okay. He dropped the mic. He's mic done. drop. He's like, nope. You know what I have to say? Anything Imagine more than that? Imagine if he won at SummerSlam. Imagine if he SummerSlam. Is Vince is crazy enough to do that? Fair play to him. Oh, he oh he's crazy. Fair play. To he's crazy enough to give to give a. a we'll see. Yeah, we we'll shall see. We go to our main event for SummerSlam,
1: Seth Rollins. Ralt- oh, is it Battleground, sorry? Battleground, yes. Oh, yes, this is the shield triple threat that we've shield always wanted. Shield triple
0: threat that should have been kept for SummerSlam, if you ask me, but... They decided to put it on Battleground anyways. Hey, hell of a way to end an old era. Old, an old era. An old Unless era. The old era. The old new era, Start started old- the new new era. Yes, the new-er
1: era. The new-er era, there you go. Yes, Seth Rollins versus Roman Reigns versus Dean Ambrose. I'll be honest, I was kind of a little bit, uh, I'm not going to say
0: disappointed, because it was a good match. Underwhelmed, I think. Underwhelmed, yeah, yeah, that's what I was. Because probably it was overhyped, which happens. WWE tends to do that. Um, Never before,
1: never again. And then they do it again.
0: And then they do it again <laughs> two years later. Guess what? Once no. in a lifetime. Once in a lifetime until next year. Brother. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Anyway, but uh, oh, no. It's. Well, I, I got to do the, the thing. It's like, it's Seth's small package of uh, Roman. It's <laughs> small, small package. Roman, <laughs> I. I swear I did not do the drugs. Reigns. <laughs> and Dean Blink and Ambrosinky Hillbuck. Um, <laughs> you, you know what I mean if you know what I mean. But uh, no, it, there was some. There was a good amount of tension. It was not a bad match per se. I oh, think I'm was not saying those, it was a bad match at all. It's just. they were following a couple of good matches in, in the middle of the card. So that in well, it happens. Mm-hmm. But uh, no, I think the biggest thing was on the management. Th- thanks to sorrow. But uh, no, they gave they gave the win to Dean Ambrose. I'm like, oh, wow. that was very surprising. I was thinking, okay, they're gonna put it on Rollins, or they're gonna they're they're they're, they're gonna,
1: gonna do it. They're gonna put it on Reigns. They're gonna put
0: it on Reigns, and it's gonna rain confetti of garb of garbage, of Adderall, of Adderall <laughs> and garbage and drinks Brock and Lester's beer. Brock Lesnar's failed
1: drug tests. Yes. <laughs> and uh, uh, thank
0: you, Usada, for that. Yeah, thank you, Usada. <laughs> But
1: uh, yeah, Ambrose won, which
0: was uh, very surprising. Yeah, and you know what? I liked it. You know what? I Ch- change, they changed change it up. it up a little bit. You know, Rollins is over. They've done everything they they can with with. with uh, Reigns is a different Rains. story. <laughs> Reigns is Reigns is dead. He, he put turn him heel. He he loves the heat. The, there is one last hope. Yes. And it's at SummerSlam.
1: Hopefully. It's at SummerSlam. Hopefully. If he doesn't interfere against Finn Balor and costs him the title, he's never turning heel. I am under the full belief he will never turn heel if he doesn't turn That's on when you Ballard. pull the trigger. That's when you pull the trigger on a young, uprising star who's no. just about to win the title. Yeah. And then
0: and, 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 and a darling, because they're in Brooklyn. Yes. Indie crowd. This is a smart Ooh, crowd. Right. It's going to be, uh, <laughs> let's put it this way. Even if you don't do it, the next night on Raw, you could still do it. Mm-hmm. That's Maybe true. not with the same impact, but if you want to turn him heel, SummerSlam weekend's a good, again, SummerSlam weekend. Got to do it. If you don't do it at SummerSlam, do it the night after. The crowd will follow. He is not over as a babyface, so might as well do you it at, at SummerSlam. Might as well do it. Just do it. If not SummerSlam weekend, if not SummerSlam itself, the Raw after. Yeah. They're going to be there anyways. It's like their their SummerSlam WrestleMania or something. Yeah. Yes. (laughs) Yes. One of those. One of those things. Um,
1: I are smart. But Ambrose is bringing the WWE. (laughs) Yes. Ambrose is being.
0: uh, He's bringing the belt to SmackDown. Good for him. And And Stephanie's caught with her unit in her hand.
1: Take that as you will. Take that as you will. <laughs> <laughs> but overall, what did you think of this show? As the oh, by the way, best part about this: the Usos lifting Ambrose up on their shoulders. Oh, Dad. Reigns
0: is so in the doghouse right now. Yeah, which I feel so bad. I kind of like, feel bad for him. We're we're probably talking about Raw, you know, for during the, uh, the 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 broadcast, and oh my God, yeah. If if last night with the Usos raising Ambrose. It, yeah, he is in the, he is in dog, he is And it's in, not um, the doghouse where he's the big dog. Yeah, no. This is, this is where Vince McMahon is, says, you're going to eat bowls of, of crap.
1: Yeah, yeah. And you're going to love the
0: taste of it. Yeah, it is, uh, Reigns is, uh, going to have a hard time is, getting out of there. Reigns is done. They're just, they're just uh, let's just I make don't think he's
1: done, but I think it's going to take a while for him to get back up into mm. the upper echelon. Yep. So, uh,
0: anyways, what'd you think of the show overall? You know, uh, I sent it on Twitter to my uh, uh, my co host T W K. It's a four, out of five, four, uh, a straight four. Mm-hmm. You know, there there are some obvious issues. Some of the matches are, eh, but the crowd they they had a hot crowd, which they capitalized on with Bailey and that. Really okay. That crowd—they're they, going to have enough momentum to get yeah. to the end of the night if they if they uh, manage cor- their uh, matches correctly, which they did. It was well booked, or yep. as well booked as you can with what you got. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it was the main event delivered, maybe not as well as uh, as expected, yeah, as hyped, but it still delivered a great match, mm-hmm. which we which which is what we expected. Yep. You know, like so. Yeah. Spoiler: If you're listening to the WrestleCast uh, this Sunday, but four out of five. Nice. That's my rating. So, nice. a, a wrestling with ideas exclusive, and this and also. Uh, I will tell you this right now. I don't think I've given another pay per view higher than three really? this year. This is the first four out of four. Uh, four out of five. I'm giving it for WWE this year.
1: Right here on Wrestling with Ideas. Yeah. Thank you, good sir.
0: Well, yeah.
1: I'm gonna give it a three and a half out of five. I like yeah. the moments. I like the. Uh, I like Bailey coming out. Yeah. I'm a little disappointed if it is a one-off thing, but nonetheless, it was a good moment. Kevin Owens versus Sami Zayn was fantastic.
0: Beautiful match.
1: Main event was good. I yeah. like the main event. Yeah. A little underwhelming. Underwhelming,
0: but still it
1: delivered. Becky Lynch you know. versus Natalia was
0: better than what it could have been. Yep. Yeah. Um, and uh the other matches were standard too. Standard but well booked. But well booked. And you you, you know what? And for stand for WWE Fair, that is a difficult thing to do.
1: Exactly. So, so well, I mean, really the only negatives were uh Darren Young versus Miz.
0: Yeah. Very disappointing. But they're continuing that feud, so they get a mulligan. Yeah. So there's that.
1: The Underwell, uh, and and I know I said the Up the up was the main event, but I'm also going to say the Down was the main event as yeah. well. Only because I was a little underwhelmed because I wanted a little bit more. Um, but overall, I mean, it was a good show. I enjoyed mm-hmm. it. I, I liked the show, so... Uh We're going to... uh, Well, we're not really going to take a quick break. We're just going (laughs) to move along to uh, Raw. So uh, we're going to do a little intro for Raw. So uh, stay
4: tuned for that. You're listening to the greatest wrestling show on the planet. This is Wrestling With Ideas.
1: Welcome inside Wrestling With Ideas here on CKDJ 1079. Ottawa's new music. I am Zach McGibbon. Alongside me... It's not Alec Miski. He took a chair shot to the head.
0: He tried to beat up John Cena. He tried to beat up John Cena. And it didn't work. Pulled his quad. He pulled his (laughs) quad. He tore it. He didn't tear. Clean off.
1: Clean off. Clean off. (laughs) But, uh, no, we've got uh, Matty J from the WrestleCast podcast. Hello, hello. And uh, he is here. Uh, We already did our Battleground review, which will be a podcast exclusive for Mm -hmm. those listening on the radio show. And, uh... And uh, we went through battleground we mm-hmm. both liked the show yeah and uh, we were both intrigued about raw and uh, boy
0: did this raw ever deliver? Wow what a great raw Pittsburgh PA got one of the best raws this year for sure oh it was it was
1: fantastic like for sure one of the best raws we have seen in a long long time and it's because, there was wrestling. Less focus on talking. Like I'm, I'm fine There's with promos. There still some talk. There like was uh, still uh, some like there was
0: still some talk, but, but like, it was, it was like okay, we get the one thing out of the way, so we could establish but it was what's talk going on that
1: mattered. Yeah. Right. I'm. What I mean is like a lot less filler
0: talk. Yeah. And a lot more storyline talk. Less authority t- clogging up the airways for 30 minutes because we got God, nothing else. Because I cannot stand Stephanie right now. And, and yet Stephanie did her job. Yeah. Delivered a good was show. Was to not be the main character. To be the supporting character. Take that, Cesaro.
1: Yeah, Cesaro. <laughs> eat, eat your heart out, Cesaro. Yeah.
0: But uh, we had also, our opening al- promo,
1: which yes. was
0: uh, about 10 minutes long. Can we just talk about the set first? because oh, it's yeah, a new set, set new theme song here this. I'm a set mark I mm-hmm. love sets mm-hmm. and I was, one of the things about the new about uh, the new HD era and the universal sets was like it's the same thing but just different graphics stuff mm-hmm. so I only got to be like ooh ah like at SummerSlam because that's where they put the actual effort yeah but, uh, no, th- this looks nice. Yeah. Like, they have an arch and everything else. Uh, they-, they still have remnants of the Universal set, but not enough that yeah. it's like, oh, bad. They saw the W. And one thing that you'll notice is the announce position. It's different. It's, it's different. They moved it moved back. It. They moved it to... Uh, what I like to call the Bischoff position
1: the Bischoff position bish- b- 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 right b- next b- to b- the
0: stage which again let's focus on Michael Cole reading his damn script <laughs> and more focus on <laughs> for what's the go-
1: love of mankind
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Alert. you gotta love that call only because it was so
1: scripted, oh, which so I hate.
0: scripted.
1: you can't script announce calls you can script like advertising, all that. That's And fine. you can tell, you can tell, it's like, oh my God. And he's
0: like, for the love of mankind, the paper's right in his face. Man, oh man. Done! Oh uh, hey, man!
1: Vinny! <laughs> Vinny! So, uh, but uh, this, this new set. New you know set what, looks You know what it looks like? SummerSlam 2013 set.
0: Yeah. Mm -hmm. with the Arch uh, with the Arch Arch, uh, reminiscing of a new old SummerSlam Mm -hmm. set from the uh, early 2000s there you go a little bit of that in there Yeah. so yeah I I love I I dig the new set love where they put the, the they have a great shot Mm-hmm. Craneshaw, the announcers. Which, by the way, congratulations, Corey Graves. You thank not, God. You can now tell. You can now tell Michael Cole to shut the blank up. <laughs> so that's awesome. Which he did on this show constantly. He did a great job constantly. Shutting Cole. And in serious moments, it's like, okay, let's talk about the match. This is great. And yeah. he, he was an analyst. Uh, he, he was a color commentator. Here, here's the thing. We focus on the thing. Here's the thing with Cole. A lot of people like to rag on him.
1: He's not a bad announcer. He's He's not a bad announcer. Like if you don't script him, and if you let him actually call the match. A good
0: example of that was uh, the uh, Beast and East special. Yes. Last year. Perfect example. And he and Byron were in were in uh, in the Performance Center doing the thing. Yeah. And they just called the match. They did a great job. They had they probably had like a card, a couple of notes here and there, and then go. Yeah.
1: Exactly. Like and and not even and not even just Beast of the East, which is a great example. Yeah, just him and uh, calling SmackDown in the early 2000s with, with Taz. Taz. Well, he didn't. He he was great.
0: He had a, he had a bare script and just enough. Okay, here's what you need to say. to plug stuff in, go, mm-hmm. and Raw kind of felt more organic as well because Graves was keeping him on on his toes. Yes, exactly. Which is good. And again, Corey Graves on Raw, fantastic. Much. Needed,
1: oh, thank you. Needed. Definitely, much needed. So uh, we go to our opening promo, yes. and uh, <laughs> Stephanie called Roman Reigns a loser. A loser. A loser. Lose, a loser.
0: A loser. <laughs> loser. Uh, no, no, you kidding? A big, loser. A big. Samoan loser. Yes. And, uh... And yes, I did quote John Cena when he was roasting John Laura Knight. You're welcome. But, uh...
1: She said, There has always been a heavyweight champion on Raw, and the world demands it. So much so that we decided to bring the universe into this and call it the Universal Championship.
0: And enter, enter the memes of the Universal logo on a belt strap.
1: Yep. Oh. It, it kind of surprises me that it that people haven't caught on to the fact that the reason why they call it the Universal Championship is because they call their fans the WWE
0: Universe Clever yes, that's a, that's a pun. That's a it, pun it, it's a button there. It's clever. It's so it's fun. You're so buy it. Clever, it. Vince. Buy it You're so clever Vince. You're so great. <laughs> you're so good. Please give us more yeah. Um, yeah, you're gonna buy it. And you're gonna buy the belt too. And you're gonna eat the belt. And you're gonna get over with the belt. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <sighs> Gary Strider. <laughs> wow. <laughs> uh, but it's not obvious enough. Hello, boy. Hello, my boy. To my boys at OSW it's Review. It's your boy, it. Jay Hunter. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, moving right along. Move right moving along. right along. Moving right along. Maddie. Yes. What bar? <laughs> what bar was. uh... Finn Balor tonight. He was... Well, Gibby. Well, Gibby. <laughs> well, Gibby. He was... Are you putting me on the spot here? Oh. He was hmm. a Hershey's Dark Chocolate Bar. Yes. There you go. cut A Black Carling Beer. Mm, very nice. Right, there you go. That a, was what was I was thinking. A Guinness Spear. Yes. <laughs> and appropriate. And appropriate, too. Give that man a can of Coke. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Promo happens. And uh, so they announced the participants.
1: There would be two Fatal 4-Way matches, and the winner of those would face each
0: other to become the number one contender for the WWE Universal Champion. And they would go along to face the number one pick for Monday to Raw, Seth Rollins, who did not take the pin. Yep. And that'll be your Raw main event for SummerSlam. Exactly. The, four, the eight people were... Sami Zayn. Yep. Yeah.
1: Sheamus. Yep. Chris Jericho. Yep. Cesaro. Yep. Roman Reigns. Boo! Boo. All of Boo. <laughs> uh <Hey. laughs> WWE United States Champion Rusev. Hey, Ruru; Kevin Owens. My boy! And Finn Balor. My other boy! <laughs> Your other boy! Other Your boy. Irish laddie!
0: His Irish laddie! <laughs> and Good lord. Uh, and, uh, <laughs> he got a huge pop on that. Huge pop? Not everyone was doing the pose, but... do do doo, do.
1: <laughs> I can't reach high enough to do that. me neither, I don't no want... Reach, uh, no reach, No reach. But uh, but uh, no, they, they also announced Charlotte versus Sasha Banks for the which
0: WWE su- Women's Championship, which surprised me. I thought they were going to keep that for Summerslam, but me it's too. the first Raw of the quote unquote new era. New new era. I think one of, I think the idea was for I think for both shows this week will be, and for Raw was, let's just go on the best put, let's get the highest rating we can, let's just give people we're new, let's just throw everything out there.
1: Exactly. I mean, I mean that's what they, you know. They should have done that when they were starting to announce the new era, right? Of course. Like they should have done that for a long, long time. Oh yeah. So uh, it was, uh, it was much needed that we needed yes. to to actually see some change, to actually for them to uh, live up to their word, and uh, it led into the first fatal four-way matchup, mm-hmm. which we which was uh, it was uh, Balor, Owens, Rusev, and Cesaro.
0: Yep. And uh, this was a great match. Great match. I think that's uh, the thing we're going to say about both matches. Uh, the the both fatal four ways. Great matches. Mm-hmm. You know nothing wrong with those matches at all. No, not at all. Um, and uh, boy, Finn had a great night. Finn, what, what a debut. Finn on the main had- roster. What could only be described as a, a rocket mega push, a rocket up his butt. Yep, that's he, just the best way to describe it. He and Cesaro looked really good in that Cesaro, match. Cesaro, I think no one in that match looked bad. No one in the match. No match. one like Rusev looked people, great. Owens looked great. Owens looked. Balor bad.
1: looked great, and, and Cesaro was fantastic. For Cesaro, I was actually hoping. Like I was thinking to myself. Cause I felt like people were like, oh, they can't have him lose here. It's like, well, he's not taking the pin, so it's not really that much of a loss,
0: right? Oh, he's like, oh, they're gonna, oh, they're, they're, oh, please. Some people are, like, oh, please make Rusev look bad. It's like, yeah. oh, bro, please. Yeah, he looked good,
1: but it, it, it made a nice impact though yeah. for, for Balor, because that- now it's like. Oh, my gosh. In Balor's first match, he pinned the United States champion who has been on a roll.
0: He's been on a tear. Did you see what happened to Zack Roddy? He literally tore him
1: apart. (laughs) Yes, exactly. And so Finn Balor won... And uh, very happy to see that. Then people were like, "Oh, he's facing Reigns." And oh, wait. And a minute, many wait people a were like, "Oh, this is not going to be good."
0: This is not going to end well. And Pittsburgh felt that. I was like, "Oh crap, they're going to yep. feed him the Roman."
1: And uh, they're
0: going to feed him the Roman.
1: They're going to feed him the Roman, no! and uh,
0: all is lost. Oh, by the way, spoiler: Roman Reigns won. LOL.
1: La 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 la, la. And uh, we'll actually continue more with this after we take a quick <laughs> commercial break. When we come back. We're going to talk more about uh, Mr. Monday Night Raw. Mr. Monday Night Raw. Even though it should be Mrs. because it's Stephanie running the show. Rob Van Dam's here? Yeah. No. Yeah. Um, (laughs) So uh, we'll get more. We'll get to Nia Jax's debut. Mm. We'll also get over to our other Universal title qualifier matchup. And uh, more. We'll also get to our finals. So uh, keep tuning in to Wrestling With Ideas here on CKDJ 107.9. Ottawa's new music. Commercial. And we are back, and uh, let's just go straight into Nia Jax versus local competitor Britt Baker, who, uh, if you're a big indie fan, she
0: uh, wrestles for Absolute Intense Wrestling down in she Cleveland. She does, yep. And uh, I've heard she's very good. Right, we I was in a Skype call with my uh, with my buddies watching it, and we were thinking, oh god, they're feeding her an NXT rookie, and no, no, it's just someone that's that's local. Yep. Oh, okay. I like me I like a squash match, especially when it doesn't involve anybody on the uh, active roster. And uh, if it makes uh, the the winner look good, uh, good. Yeah. And guess what? It made Nia Jax look good. It made like, Nia Jax look
1: pretty good. And uh, a good way to debut Nia as well. And uh, of course, as you would ima- have uh, meant imagine, uh, she destroyed Britt Baker. Britt kind of tried to go for comeback, but didn't really work. Nope. And uh, Nia Jax hit the leg drop, Hulk Hogan style, and uh, I'm gonna whoever,
0: drop the big leg, brother. Whoever I mean, that guy is. I'm gonna drop the big leg, sister. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I needed that. I needed that (laughs) in my life. Um, By the way, he's the only guy that could say, I killed Gawker, brother. (laughs) I buried Gawker, brother. And I was—it
1: it was the only opponent, brother, that made many people go, "Yeah, we needed to bury him, dude." <laughs> so I buried Gawker in front of the Silver Dome, brother. Eighty million believe, dollars, people. I, I can't believe, brother, that we buried Gawker, brother. And, <laughs> we were hanging and banging. All the all the Hulkamaniacs who saw my sex tape, dude. <laughs> Now, now oh. don't have to worry
0: about the little Hulkster running wild all over. <laughs> what you going to do, Cocker, when the bankruptcy line runs wild on you? What you going to yeah. do? <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, Nia one. won. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Good for her. Good for her. We That's see I'm Sasha
1: backstage when we also see s and R-Truth walk in playing Pokemon Go.
0: Level eight. I'll admit it.
1: <laughs> I'm level six. I believe. I think I'm just on the brink of turning into level seven. Yeah So they walk off and Tom Phillips approaches Sasha for comments on her women's title match Sasha says she's finally gets the chance to expose Charlotte Sasha says it's a new era and the new era is about to have its first new champion the boss Sasha says the title is about to have a new swag to it and it's about to get lit
0: Hello. New Era, everybody. Yes. Hello, Snoop Dogg. I hope you're watching. <laughs> Snoop Doggy Dog.
1: Yes. Uh. Um, so they announced the <laughs> other universal title qualifier. Yeah. It was announced also that next week we're going to see Brock Laser. Um, Bork Laser.
0: Um, we're going to see Bork Laser next week. Or Mark Hunt's worst enemy. Yeah. I don't know, but I, I don't know if you heard mm-hmm. uh, of that uh, scathing thing on MMA Hour yeah. with Ariel Awani. Yeah, he, Mark Hunt, E B be mad. <laughs> he freaked out. He, I don't know if you heard <laughs> the thing, but there's like a 46 seconds clip that will not be played on this radio program because, no. oh my God, that's not PG.
1: That is very much so not PG. No. Oh. No, he was uh, pretty livid. Yeah. And you know what? If you know what? If he's faced three guys that have tested positive for performance-enhancing drugs, or have been caught by Usada or whatever. Yep. I have every right to be mad if all my yeah. opponents are on some sort Especially of. Especially if case. the
0: last one made all the zillions of dollars, and the company that's supposed to be on uh, having my back is saying, "No, we're not going to find him. We're going to let the the people, the appropriate people, do their job." And yeah. like, what? You're not going to me? Give me all my money, damn it! Yep. Exactly. I don't know. But, again, we're, you know.
1: And you feel this case. Yes. Anyways, back to wrestling. Back, yes. Not that ultimate fake championship stuff. Hey, um, to be
0: fair, Mark Hunt did get his ass
1: kicked. So there's that. Oh, yeah. So so we go over to our other universal title qualifier. It's Sheamus versus Sami Zayn versus Chris Jericho versus Roman Reigns.
0: I honestly thought they were going to put Zayn over on this one. You know what? I, I,
1: I felt like Zayn was
0: the dark horse in this yeah. one.
1: Yeah. And uh, unfortunately, they went with Reigns. And
0: you know what? Yeah. I'm not even a I'm not even a huge hater of Reigns. I actually like Roman Reigns. No, I, and that's the thing. I, I like Roman Reigns. I just don't like what they're doing with Roman Reigns. Oh yeah, that's the biggest critic uh, critic for uh, I think 90 percent of people. Oh yeah, it's just, like they're doing nothing with him. He's yeah, or doing or doing like they've they, they nice barely stuff with change them. his outfit. It's still the shield. He's still got the same damn theme song, yep. and then. Here but he that's is. what made the
1: shield so over, right? Of course. Well, it's because of their theme song in their
0: vests. You like the you like the shield, so we're gonna put the shield thieves on on the guy, and you're gonna like him. And he's gonna get over.
1: And uh
0: two two years later. Damn it, why isn't he over yet? <laughs> This match uh, not as good as the first one. No, nope, it was but pretty it's good. Still serviceable. Oh, it was still good. You know,
1: you know. What? I, I've always been a fan of the fatal four way stuff because stuff yeah. happens and it's entertaining stuff to keep me focused. Oh, yeah. And uh, but Roman Reigns did win. He uh, oh, yeah. pinned Mister Chris Jericho. Drink it in, man. You won't be drinking it in much
0: longer. He mm. may be going on break soon. So well, from what I've heard, he's not due to be on tour until the end of the year. So yeah. So, uh, but then again, it's hearsay. So So drinking in while it lasts, man. Jericola, man. <laughs> Jericola.
1: <laughs> so uh, we then go uh, come back to a new day segment. Booty O's is <laughs> real, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> there is actual Booty O's cereal that's being sold yes. at Fye stores across North. Um, well, not North America, America.
0: Well, in the states. The states. And uh if there's an F I'm going to uh Florida in November and uh if, if it's there still is a- there. If it's if there's an FYE and it's there, oh god, I'm gonna be like Cookie monster on those bootios. <laughs> <laughs> um, You're gonna nom, be on the bootios. Yes. <laughs> um <laughs> and uh and they introduced every the sunny world... Sonny Boy to Sunny Boy. I said, like, What's your legal name? Sonny boy. Sonny boy. All right, what's on your government card? Sunny, sunny, sunny boy. boy. And what's on the name tag? Sunny Boy. What does your mama call you? Sunny <laughs> Boy. Because <laughs> new day uh, rocks. rocks. <laughs> new day. <laughs> <they>, ow. <laughs> uh, um, but uh,
1: during the celebration, Gallos and Anderson interrupted this? and, and uh, attacked the New Day. So it looks like we're going to get Gallos and Anderson the club.
0: Club. The club. The uh, not bully club. The duo. The duo. It's duo not the not It's not the bullet club, damn it.
1: <laughs> it's the bullet shell club. Yes. Because it's not the actual bullet. It's just the shell of the ah, bullet yeah, club. Yeah, yeah. yeah, nice little. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Very nice, yeah, very That's nice. why I'm on radio. <laughs> so, yeah, there you go.
0: That's why we have podcasts. That's exactly. why we have shows. That's why we have shows, people. That's why we have shows. Yes. But uh, it's like, it's... Ga- it's Aloes and it's it's Anderson. It's Aloes it's it's Gallos and Ganderson. It, b- 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 that's pokey big for you, everybody. But uh <laughs> it's my gimmick, what do you want? Um but no, it's it's gallows and anderson, it's Luke Gallows beating up the new day ski. A <laughs> lo- <Because> lo- <laughs> new Day Rock ski. Um, I love that he's adding these <laughs> random things just in promos. That's and Luke Gallows. That's so, Doc. That's the Doc we know.
1: So yeah, looks like we're gonna get that. That's gonna be the only uh, brand exclusive uh, rivalry so far.
0: So far. So far, unless SmackDown so
1: Live establishes some stuff, which they, they might. Will. They might. Again, we don't know. We have recorded this on a Tuesday,
0: and we're we're you know we're we're gonna discuss this uh, during the main event uh, during talking about the main event, but they might have another one in yeah. there as well. So there's also that.
1: Exactly. So uh, we'll go to Neville versus
0: Curtis. <laughs> it's Curtis Axel. Mr. Irrelevant. Name so. What a because, way to get over. Yeah. Name so. You know, I understand was, why they call him Mr.
1: Irrelevant. Because, it's a football reference. Yeah, it's a football reference. If you're the last guy picked in the NFL draft, you're considered Mr. Irrelevant. Yes, and uh, so let's do that for a guy who should be getting over.
0: Still don't know why they don't call him Joe Perfect. No, that's that's the thing I've been calling him for or years. Or Joe Schmo Perfection or something like that. No, Joe Perfect, simply Joe, Joe Perfect, mm. Mr. Per- Joe Hennig, his real name. Yeah, Perfect in honor of his of, of his pop, Joe Perfect. Yeah. Joe That's, I've the Axe Perfect. Joe, there you go. There you go. There you, Joe the Axe Perfect. There you go. That's perfect. I've been calling him that since they called him McGillicuddy, for God's <laughs> sakes.
1: Oh, God. those.
0: I was a like Curtis dense. Axel. I was like, yeah. And they're putting him with Paul Heyman. And a couple months later, back down the pile you go. So
1: uh, another basic get over match. Axel got in some offense, but Neville came back, got the win after a belly-to-back suplex and a red arrow. Which, and I missed that pop- red arrow. Yeah, the That
0: pop- red arrow looks as smooth as, as ever. So that's,
1: yeah. mm. Gotta love that red arrow.
0: Put a belt on that guy for God's sake. Put,
1: put the U.S. title on Neville. Put yeah. the U.S. title on Neville.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Alrighty. <laughs> so, uh, we'll take another quick commercial break. When we come back, we're going to talk about the match of the night. Yes. The women's title matchup. Oh. So good. Yes. This was such a good match. I love this match. And then we're going to go and talk about the great debut of James Ellsworth, also known as local competitor number two on this show. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> and uh, we'll also talk about some Mr. Enzo and Cass and the big finale. Yep, you are listening to Wrestling with the Ideas here on CKDJ 1079, Ottawa's new music. What are we heading to? Commercial the, break. Yes. Commercial. There you go. <laughs> Welcome back to Wrestling with the Ideas here on CKDJ 1079, Ottawa's new music. And you have tuned in at a great time because Sasha
0: Banks versus Charlotte oh. for the WWE women's title. Uh, usually WWE does not hand us two Match of the Year candidates in a row. Yep. But they did. This was a really this, good match. This, as Jim Ross would say, is a restaurant-quality matchup. Yes. This is pay-per-view quality. It was that fantastic. That was. And I've seen their match... From NXT, mm-hmm. or their matches, I should say. And they're great. Yeah. That's their best effort ever. Oh, yeah. It's without a doubt their
1: best a effort. A shadow of a doubt. Absolutely. Just beautiful. Great stuff here. Um, Sasha killed herself in this match. Sasha she, kills herself in every match.
0: D- he she not not only big did e, she, do it, she and Big E last night at Battleground, for God's sakes. Yep. They're not, screwing up their necks, going, guys. Yeah. Not only did she
1: pay homage to Eddie Guerrero on this oh, show, by but the she way. paid homage to Lita if you <laughs> look, because of that dive to the outside. Yes. That, yes. That, because when she landed
0: on her friggin' shoulder, and yes. that was really bad. That looked bad. bad. That, that was bad. bad. Very, but very bad. Very bad. That was terrible. But... <laughs> 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 random <laughs> terrible. references. That random references, ladies and that gentlemen. Was terrible. That's what I do. Uh, but no... Uh, Ah, first, yeah, the Eddie Guerrero ref- reference. You know, Dana Brooke's out there, and she's doing what Dana Brooke usually does when she's in the capacity of the flexes. manager: flexes, Flexes. shows off more cleavage than usual. <laughs> thank, thank you, Miss Brooke, for that, by the way. And uh, <laughs> and uh, she she goes. She there's a spot where you know Sasha's hanging on the guardrail, the same guardrail I believe that uh, had that uh, that spot. I think, and uh, there she is. There's there's Charlotte. She picks up the belt, shoves it in her face. You'll never become this. I am better than you. Mm-hmm. And of course, there's some fighting. And of course, Charlotte gets back in the ring. You know, speaks with the ref. Hey ref, ref, ref. I want to talk to you about something. Don't count yet. Mm-hmm. And Dana's going about the about to do something. And Sasha still has the belt. Mm-hmm. She flops. Mm-hmm. You know, back bump. Throws the belt to Dana. The ref looks. Hey, what are you doing? <laughs> Yeah! <laughs> and Sasha has that look going, Gotcha! Gotcha! Because she is the boss. <laughs> she is the boss, and she is the biggest Eddie Guerrero mark you will find. Oh, yes. She, that is an Eddie Guerrero, and, and she, she had that smile going, Yeah, I pulled an Eddie Guerrero. And bye
1: she. Bye. And she isn't allowed to say it, but she's also a huge Chris Benoit fan.
0: <laughs> Sadly. Yeah.
1: Whatever your thoughts on Chris Benoit, one thing you cannot deny... Is that he was a very good wrestler.
0: Yeah, say what you will about, it, about uh the way he ended his life, and he's a, a forever evil for that. But yes, the body of work still stands, and it's sad that it's well that it only goes on the WWE network because with a warning it's, uh, beforehand, with a warning saying, "Hey, he was there. We don't like it."
1: We just want to acknowledge that.
0: Yeah. So. He's an evil person. He just happened to have good matches. Yes. Sad. Yeah.
1: Unfortunately. It's yeah. kind of like the OJ Simpson stuff, right? Yeah. It's like he was a really good running back, but he was also a bad person. Yes. So, uh, but this match was fantastic. Let's go a little bit brighter here. Yeah. Um, the finish to <laughs> this matchup, Beautiful. 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 Now, now it kind of did make sense only because Sasha has beaten Charlotte before. She, yeah, she won.
0: Wa- she. But made- for the
1: casual viewers, this was like, oh my gosh, right? Because I, now I'm only going to assume it's like, you can never beat me, as in you cannot beat me for this title. You can never. You'll
0: never beat me. You'll never. And her and facial after, reaction to that. And that's after the first, uh, the the first uh, uh, bank statement was broken. Yeah. And uh, she, she, she's uh, again. The the they break up. And Charlotte, and again, credit to the production crew and the camera guy with that zoom in. You'll never beat me. And she's got that look of like, oh, you and she falls right for it for another backstabber. Mm-hmm. Into another bank statement. And then it looked like they were extending the down. Nah, and then tap out. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful. Beautiful. It
1: was a great, great match. Great storytelling. It was a great match. It felt great for Sasha. Yeah. And uh, it just, everything about the show felt different, and it was good. It, it, different set, different
0: set. W- the way the camera was being shot. Yeah, because they were showing some shots of uh, We've from never the from the arena, WWE. which they u- they used to use, but only for establishing shots, or just yeah. r- random crowd shots, or uh, in the case of uh, when and back in the day when Stone Cold would come out, it'd be the, the, the Titan Tron then, you want to talk about Steve Weisers?
1: You want to talk about Austin 316? <laughs> well, Austin 316 says I just Whipped your ass.
0: <laughs> so, and anyways, the world I need to get that Never the there. same, ladies and gentlemen.
1: And uh, no, but this was great. And uh, Saxton went out there, interviewed uh, Sasha in the ring. Which, by the way, you deserve
0: a chance. Reigning from the arena. yes, you deserve a chance. And this is just a nitpick. Uh, unless you're Joe Rogan, don't do the in-ring interviews.
1: Really? You don't like the NBA? I'm NBA? like, I like,
0: because Joe Rogan, you go, you again, it's an MMA reference, but yeah. he gets in the ring, he's excited, he's like, he's pumped, he just saw someone get his ass kicked, yep. it's he's like, I'm here with a winner, how do you feel about that? That's it's actually like, a good Joe Rogan. And that's, <laughs> I, I had no idea. Apparently, <laughs> I do <dude> Joe Rogan. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Whatever. Hey, it works. <laughs>
1: we all have different talents.
0: Anyways, yeah, go I on. I did not know I'd do, I'd do a good Joe Rogan. It's uh, not bad. But Byron goes in, how do you feel? And everything else is like, no. Yeah, no, you not- go get him, Roman. Yeah. <laughs> but, that's
1: that's a, I've, I've said this on the show before, but that's essentially Saxon. Because yeah. he, he's just a cheerleader on the announcement. The he says, like, go get him, Roman. You yeah. can go get this, Roman. <laughs> <laughs> you got
0: the- this, Roman. No, no, you don't. <laughs> But talking uh, about a
1: five-time WWE champion, and you go get him, Roman. <laughs>
0: that's that's good. That's yeah. a good Saxton. <laughs> yeah, um, I'm sorry, Sexton. If you go by the, oh,
1: uh, <laughs> if you go by the by card.
0: the by the uh that must have been a rib. That, that must have be, been a rib. Rib or someone must have typed it. I was like, no, that's a rib. It's, it's got to be a rib. It's got to be a rib. That's a rib, but. Again, but yeah, good Sasha promo. killed herself in this matchup. Killed herself. She cried when she won. Good for her. Good stuff. And uh,
1: great match. Yeah. And uh, definitely one of the best raw matches of the year. And uh, may go maybe one of the uh, match of the year. Candidates. Top ten. Top Ta- De- top ten for sure. Definitely top ten. We go to an even bigger highlight. <laughs> James Ellsworth yes. versus Sprotny the Strowman.
0: Chin butt. <laughs> <Yeah>. Chin butt. <laughs> Mystery Science Theater 3000 reference for those who are listening for keeping score at home. Braun Strowman, who had the who had the idea of putting a microphone on Byron Saxon and interviewing Chin Butt? (laughs) That's what I'm saying. It was so funny this promo. Oh my god. It was because it was so bad. But it was so good. You knew he was he was gonna. You knew this poor kid was gonna die. He
1: was he he wasn't gonna be seeing uh, a lot. He wasn't gonna see a lot. The only thing he was gonna see some was some nice stars. (laughs) Not some shining stars.
0: Definitely not. Oh God! Oh, we'll get to that. Oh, we will get to that.
1: Oh, primo and epico. No. 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 Do you think that chant will ever get over? No. No. (laughs) Nope. Um. But yes, James Ellsworth versus Braun Strowman. Squash, a squash, a squash. Just absolutely oh. destroyed this poor
0: lad. Oh, this kid, poor kid. <laughs> stop, stop! He's already dead. <laughs> oh, it was. Brutal. They were establishing Braun Strowman's uh, green, albeit, but it is dominance. And okay. He's a big. He, he he's, a, a, he, he's a big stuff. He's, he's a big tough, stupid guy. He got the mohawk ponytail going. Yeah. Well, something makes him look different. I guess that'll get him over. That'll get him over. A mohawk, a mohawk ponytail. with a rat tail. <laughs> we'll dye it blonde like Lance Storm in that <laughs> one pay-per-view, and we'll make it serious every time. He won't be serious for a moment. He'll be serious. Oh you know, yeah, he'll Don't be serious all the freaking time, and so, I love it. And uh, we'll print shirts with it.
1: Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> for those who did not see this, I just this, banged the desk. He banged the, the desk so hard that the screen actually scrolled down. <laughs> he banged it so hard that the screen actually scrolled down. <laughs> wow. That's some power. Yeah. You should go face Braun Strowman. <laughs> nope.
0: Nope.
1: Nope.
0: I, You're just going to stand
1: behind little your little no
0: microphone. And yeah, I'll be right here. Minding my own business. Nope. I, 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 I'm definitely not the gentleman who got his ass kicked by Sarah Del Rey that one time at C4. Oh, really? Did you? <laughs> yeah. I was I was. <laughs> is it stupid. on the DVD? It is on one of the DVDs. In the, uh, Long story short, I made a sign that said, slap me Del Rey because she slapped the fan the show before. Ah, okay. And I was being cute slash stupid slash (laughs) drunk. And by the way, for people about to send this this to the WWE headquarters and get, please fire Sarah Amato. She beat up a fan like seven years ago. I was like, guys, (laughs) this is a Maddie J being a stupid idiot story. (laughs) This is not, I'm not trying to get over. I'm just saying you could laugh at me for God's sakes.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. She slapped me several times after she lost a match. (laughs) Like knocked legit me down. hard slaps. Uh, yeah, I guess you could call them hard <laughs> slaps. You could hear them in the damn building. <laughs> now, was it like a chop or was it like a no, no a slap 2D
1: face? God, Dane, which C4 show was that so that people could buy video. Uh, uh, I'm trying
0: video. to remember the show itself. It was the one where Kevin Steen actually won. The there was the, they crowned the first C4 champion. Was it crossing the line? It was not. I'm trying to remember. I may have been crossing the line. It's one of the shows, that's for sure.
1: Definitely check out C4, though, on yeah. Smart Martin video. It's we've a had, cheap plug to, to get some oh yeah. of, we've we've had, we've had Mark AP on the show. Hmm. Very smart guy. Really very, knows and, stuff. A, and a gentleman to boot. Oh, very nice An guy. An awesome gentleman. Yeah, very nice guy. Um, so uh, with that, we're going to take another quick commercial break. When we <laughs> come back, we're going to slap... Maddie J. Silly. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to bring back some nightmares
0: of uh, Sarah Del Rey. <laughs> no. Maddie J. She uh, she doesn't remember it, for God's sake. She she probably was like. But there's there's a story, like, a couple years later, she was uh, along with Jakar when they came to Ottawa. Yep. She'd, if she remembered, she would be, hey, I, you're the guy that, slapped that I slapped. And everyone on Twitter, when I said about that, I was like, please slap him again. And I was like, no, she's not going to remember. And she did not. <laughs> Which is, uh... Thank God for that. I'm surprised
1: you remember, considering you were the one being
0: slapped. I'm like, well, it's one of those, it's a story, you know? You laugh about it, you know? Exactly. (laughs) So,
1: again, we'll take a quick commercial break. When we come back, we're going to go for Enzo Amori and Big Cass versus the Shining Stars, plus more Pokemon Go action. Yes. (laughs) And we're going to go to our Universal Title Qualifier matchup. Finn Balor versus Roman Reigns. Stay tuned to Wrestling with Ideas here on CKDJ1079, Ottawa's new music. Commercial!
0: And we are back. And, and by uh, the way, the joke behind that is uh, I help uh, host a show called Tokuros Live, uh, which is on, uh, on Ustream.tv. I'm not going to go into too much detail. Easy Rider, one of the things we do on uh, a show from the, would go to break, he would go commercial, and we're uh, back. So, ah, I see. So that's a little reference. So if, easy nice. if you happen to be listening, that's one for that one's for you, buddy.
1: Very nice, but, very uh, nice. <laughs> so uh, we'll we'll go over Enzo and Amore and uh, big cast here very quickly. Then we'll go for another quick commercial break. Sure. And uh, uh, Pokemon Go. Listen, I'm a
0: huge Pokemon Go fan. No, I don't blame you. I, I like it's, it. It's fun. It's fun. If it didn't kill my damn battery uh, batteries all the time, I'd be oh, playing Oh yeah, more. The, it's a battery drainer. <laughs> Ooh, have your chargers ready, folks! Oh, get the portable battery Could ready. Could someone tell me why our truth and, Go- and gold dust are still a thing? Yeah, because that's the whole thing. That's the whole thing. Enzo Mori cuts a promo like he usually does. Go How you doing? It. How you doing? And and Big Cass talks about being raw. How you doing? How you doing? And then the shining stars pop out, and the crowd goes mild. AND THE CROWD GOES MILD! Mild? Or are they just booing because you... YOU MANIACS! WHY WOULD YOU RUIN A GOOD PROMO? By the way, Golden Truth drafted
1: ahead of Cesaro. (sighs) Let that sink in for a minute.
0: Thank you, Vinny. <laughs> hey, thank you, Vinny. If this wasn't live radio, or this is radio, yeah. if this wasn't broadcast radio, I'd be replacing that that those uh, that first word with another <laughs> word that I'm not allowed to say on this particular program. <laughs> you, got a,
1: you got a big smile going on right yeah, now. Yeah. You
0: love, uh, you love Vinny back, right? Yeah. Uh, yes, yeah, back. yeah. Yeah. Uh,
1: yeah. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, Anyways, keep it controlled. <laughs> Otherwise, you might violate the wellness policy. Yeah, it might
0: violate the wellness policy, the CRTC rules, station rules. <sighs> My employment will be gone. Yes, and, and you're a cool guy. I don't want you to lose your job, so ah, let's move on. Um, so, uh, yeah,
1: Enzo and Cass versus the shining stars.
0: Of the Caribbean. More responsible for putting Puerto Rico over than themselves over, believe yep. it or not. And, uh, Puerto Rico! Come fly with us. Come fly with us. To Puerto Rico. Come to Puerto Rico. There's we a wrestling have be- promotion there. <laughs>
1: you may like it. It's Come called to- the World Wrestling Council. Yes. They also have a universal championship. Maybe that's why they drafted these guys. Maybe. They have universal championships. Maybe they said, hey,
0: if you don't have the belt, get this. Universal championship. You'll thank us later.
1: Good job, guys. Now you'll get to keep your job for another three months. (laughs) Good stuff. So these guys over Damian Sandow, by the way.
0: Oh, I am just sinking in with the harsh reality. These two kept their jobs. Aaron Stevens did not. Yep. Let that sink in. <laughs> Let that sink in, real deep, real deep. And you know why, people? He will hate them. Yeah. By the way, come to come to Puerto Rico, where we hit, we have drinks, beaches, and wrestling. Mmm. Yes. Very yeah. nice. You got yeah. that. You got
1: that. I got that. Yeah. You got
0: that. So, so that so they lost. Yeah. Thanks to and not because of Enzo and Cass being Enzo and Cass. No, because r Truth wanted to catch himself a Pikachu. And you
1: know how he tried to catch himself a Pikachu? By using his hands! He's using his
0: hands! That's not... All you have to do is fake swiping upwards on your phone. That's literally the game, is swipe up, catch Pokemon. (laughs) Swipe up, catch Pokemon. That's the gimmick. That's the slogan. Pokemon Go. Swipe up, catch Pokemon. That's it. (laughs) And what do they do? He's, he's reaching from, out in front of him. He's those. reaching out for little Jimmy. <laughs> he's he's reaching out for little Jimmy, and he can't find him. He can't. Little Jigglypuff. That's a Jigglypuff. You, you could tell they have
1: no idea what Pokemon oh. Go is, especially that backstage segment, because it's like, oh, I found a Pokemon, and it was like a. First of all, you can't even see through the camera. No. When you're on the map, you get it when you find a Pokemon. Yeah. We're just absolutely eviscerating this backstage promo.
0: And uh, once again, Invisible Man reads about it, doesn't do it, and no, he heard about it because Xavier internet marks, internet marks, and Xavier Woods was talking about it in a good promo. So that means we must bring it up again. I need to keep myself being edgy. Hashtag swipe up, catch Pokemon. <laughs> that'll get war. that'll be trending. Yeah. That's yeah. going to be trending. <laughs> trending worldwide. Trending worldwide. Yes sir. By yeah.
1: National Turner Broadcasting. <laughs> um
0: but uh yeah so Edson cast one. N- no no deal and please let's not have that again. Yeah, let's please not. Please. Let's take a let's take a
1: commercial break to let us let ourselves recover.
0: Yeah, we need to calm down. We and need
1: I'm to recover after this.
0: First Davey Sandell? <laughs> oh wait, he's in England doing for, stuff and things. For WCPW, yes. I just lowered my seat. <laughs> 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 I just lowered my
1: seat. That was We'll uh, be cool. right back. Yeah, we'll be right back after this commercial break. <laughs> And we are back for the final segment of Raw. And nice.
0: uh, boy, was this a great final segment. Great match, actually. Yeah, I like this match. You know, say what you will about Roman Reigns. Give him the right guy. He can has put on a good matches. puts. And this is no different. And, uh, you know, there's great stuff in there. I'm not. You could describe it better than I do. So take him, <laughs> take him to a ride for a ride here. Take me to church. Take him to ch- take him to school, brother.
1: Take him to Woo! Suplex City.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> so uh, this match was uh, quite good. Mm um good st- good finish at the end
0: very good finish uh,
1: the only thing I kind of didn't like was there is a l- and this is very very nitpicky there's way too many sling blades from Balor. That few
0: there there might have been one too many few yeah. but yeah.
1: again, it's it's. it's's that's Reigns. that's such a nitpick though you know yeah. what I mean i I was I was like oh sling blade again all
0: right it's yeah. the setup for the coup de gras yeah. So it's like sling blades, and then he avoids uh, the drop kick. Sling blade, drop kick, avoids the and Roman avoids the uh, the guttigras, yeah, the double stomp. So it, it, in story, in story, in the story, it makes sense. But yeah. I could agree there might have been a touch too many close. A, so a touch. A <laughs> touch. Um. But overall,
1: uh, the finish was uh, Reigns was getting ready to spear Balor. Mm-hmm. And all of the fans were crying out, no. no. Please, God, no. Balor countered with the sling blade. dropped yeah. a beautiful dropped counter, kick- too. It was a good beautiful counter. Uh, Balor drop kicked Reigns into the corner. Yeah. Balor went to the top rope, hit the coup de
0: grace, and got the clean pinfall win. Br- and, the, and the internet broke for a few minutes there because they realized, oh, God. They're putting Finn Balor over on mainstream WWE TV. This is awesome. Yes. Not for the guys like Vince Russo, though. No. Oh. oh! Thank you you for giving me one of my losers for the WrestleCast this week. Oh, no problem. By the way, WrestleCast, great show. Great Ah, show. Thank you. How many episodes are you in for the podcast? Three. Uh, we're going to be recording number three fifty five this 355. Friday. Three fifty five. Yeah, it's that's almost over a six year's, years. That's almost uh, well six over six years. Yeah, over well, six years. Yeah. Wow.
1: That's a lot. Started in
0: 2009.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, but yes, uh, yeah, wow, starting in 2009. 2009, yeah. And still going strong. Still going, yeah. Very nice. That's awesome, man. Uh, but anyways, uh, let's talk about Vinny
0: Roo. Oh, good Lord, please. Vinny roo Oh, boy.
1: Um, now, we're going to keep this open. We've said it on Wrestling With Ideas before. Yeah. We would love to have Vince Russo on the show. <laughs> we would love to. We would love to have him on. But we're not gonna back away and just, like, let him say his spiel. Okay. Now, I'm, I'm gonna... Tr- you obviously
0: are not a fan of Finn Balor. Now,
1: now, here's the thing. Like, I'm gonna try and find the quote that he said. I'm Googling yeah. it right now. <laughs> but essentially, he showed... He showed... Disrespect. I don't even want to say disrespect. More like... Ignorance. He showed ignorance. You see, here's, here's the quote that I got from Vinnie Russo. So, this is the entire quote. And uh, this is what I got from the Inquisitor. So don't say I misquoted him or anything like that, because yeah. we know he's going to do that eventually. Eventually. No disrespect to him, but somehow, way, all these quotes get misquoted. So, he said... After tonight's Raw aired, I came to the sad conclusion that the professional wrestling business as we knew it is dead. The new era is officially here, and that genre that many of us enjoyed and supported for decades upon decades is never coming back. Gone forever are the days of unique characters, compelling storylines, and fights that actually looked real. And here to stay are the days of a middleweight at best, beating not one, but two heavyweights in the same night, in matches that told no stories and looked more like Swan Lake than fights. When Finn Balor was booked to defeat the likes of Rusev and Roman Reigns in the same night, on his first night, this was the nail in the coffin for me. I never believed that I would ever see a powerhouse like the WWE cater to the smallest audience with the loudest voice, the IWC. Tonight, they won the war. It's over and done with. The casuals can now officially give up on any and all hope.
0: What a load of crap. (sighs) Could someone tell Vince Russo uh First of all. Did someone call the Pittsburgh crowd last night? Yeah, first of all. Which so were filled me, with casuals, I'm by just, the way. I'm, I'm gonna interrupt you here. Yeah. The casuals line is is full of crap. Yeah.
1: Because the WWE polls that they put up is full of casuals. Mm. You know what the polls were last time I checked for Monday Night Raw? 85% said yes! 85.
0: 85. Said yes. A couple weeks ago that 85 was swinging the other way. Yes. If Vince, Russo said, if Vince Russo said that exact garbage, minus the middleweight part, because he's wrong about Finn Balor, he's always wrong about Finn Balor, and don't you forget it. <laughs> this, no. If he has said the same thing, yeah, wrestling is dead. Why? Because they refuse to give up on Roman Reigns. But no, you're wrong, sir. I I respectfully disagree. And if it were my show, show, I'd expletive deleted. (laughs) You would delete him. Delete! Delete! Delete!
1: Delete! delete. So, but it boggles my mind. Now, here's the thing. Yeah. I don't think he actually believes that. I really don't. Because Clickbait. I feel like this is just a way for him to seek some heat. This is the chance for him to get his name out there and to get... Because everybody's been talking about Vince now and what he thought of Raw. You know what? This guy... Like, first of all, this idea... Ben, no, sorry, sorry, wait, 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 no, ahead, sorry, 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 sorry. But I, I need to get this out. out of course, go because, ahead. Because, first of all, I, I want to show this right here. No. Vince Russo is probably one of the biggest hypocrites in professional wrestling. I, I respect his opinions. In fact, I think he has good opinions, but the fact that he could go out there and say I used to watch guys like Bruno Sammartino <laughs> and 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 Chief J Strombo, and I saw them have real fights. Meanwhile, you booked matches like Judy Bagwell on a poll. You gave you gave Mike awesome a fat chick thriller gimmick. You essentially booked WCW to look like a joke and you call, wait, and wait, you want to tell me, you, no, sorry, you want to tell me what real te- fights are? You want to tell me what compelling storylines are? Get out with that, because that's a load of crap. Yeah. You can't tell me what compelling characters, compelling storylines, and fights that actually looked real, when you couldn't do that in WCW 2000. You could do that in the Attitude Era, because mm-hmm. you got a filter on top in Vince McMahon. You've done good for the business. He has. Yes. He's done good for in the Attitude Era, but when you come at me and you say unique characters and compelling storylines and fights that actually looked real, you can't tell me about fights that actually looked real when you booked every goddamn match as a poll match. You can't. That's, that's so hypocritical of you to say, and, and you want believability, why did you book your shows in which you thought the fans knew everything that was going backstage? He's a hypocrite. Yes. A massive, raging hypocrite. He can't, like, if he were to do, if he were to have applied all this stuff, but he never said, he's never said, I've changed my views from Crash TV. I look at wrestling like this now. He's never, ever said that. No. If he could come up with a clip of him saying that, I will retract my statement. But he has never come out and said, I have changed my views on professional wrestling. I have changed it. The Crash TV thing, it was a fad, it doesn't work. It was good back then because it was the 90s and you could do whatever you wanted on cable TV, that sort of stuff. And I'm looking at wrestling now and I like the old school aspect. He has not said that once. Not nope. once did he say that. Not one so, of a like, time. so the nerve of this guy to come out and say and, and lecture me about fights that actually look real makes me sick. Cause this guy booked TNA. He booked an electric steel cage match. Whether he wants to blame it on Dutch Mantel or not, he was involved on the writing team that approved it. What a raging hypocrite. What a raging hypocrite. Sorry, I just he, um, ranted really hard there. Yeah. but, but it's, it's your show. <laughs> you are
0: rant mode, sir. I, 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 I
1: haven't know,
0: ranted like this before. First well, yeah, well. That's what happens when I'm um, around people. People enter rant mode. Um, <laughs> but no, first off, I'm surprised you thought WCW wasn't a joke before Vince Russo take o- took over. <laughs> and, and second of all, yeah, he booked a, a giant yellow cage match with Hulk Hogan in it and everything else as their first live show going against Monday Night Raw. They had literally had people ch- going, change the channel. Yes. Mr. Vince Anapol Russo So everything that he says to me when he comes up
1: with this sort of crap, Mm. all right? Yeah Like it's not what it's not now. Here's the thing people are gonna be like it's not like what he's saying is wrong He's not what he's saying is not wrong Mm. Like I do believe in unique characters compelling storylines and and fights that actually looked real yeah, they I, they I have their they have
0: their place in but there. NXT is full say, of those matches. But when
1: you say wrestling's died, and you and your reasoning is because of those, even though you have done the opposite of that,
0: you do, you killed only, a wrestling company or helped kill a wrestling company.
1: You let were asked. Uh, you were with the company when it died. Let me break the fourth wall. And, and he Mr. didn't kill WCW, in my opinion. But he was he, he didn't do much help for him. No. And no amount of oh well, putting uh, giving the belt to our cat. Uh, got us on USA Today. USA Today is only one media news conglomerate. One media news conglomerate. One newspaper. Was it on one day. Was it on ESPN? New- was it on? Was it on uh, CBS? Uh, was it on
0: NBC? Uh, uh. was it even on. Wasn't even on the Turner Broadcasting Networks. Your yeah, your own company was undermining you there, brother. No, here's it's- Mr. Russo. Let me ask you a very good question. Let me break the fourth wall a little bit. <laughs> Did you actually watch Raw? Like fully <laughs> from bell to bell, from the first promo to Finn Balor winning against Roman Reigns, which by the way was the right call. You're wrong on that, by the way, sir. <laughs> Let me ask you: Did you watch Sasha Banks versus uh, versus uh, versus uh, versus Charlotte? Because that was a great match. They weren't. They're not heavyweights. They're not middleweights. You could probably argue they're bantamweights but no Mm -hmm. they were women and they fought and they had a good match and it felt finn balor has felled kevin owens who is a heavyweight and they had a match of the year candidate in japan yep if it weren't for bailey versus sasha banks at takeover brooklyn last year they had a great tag team match and the crowd would probably would have ate it up and they did Mm -hmm. same dude Face the likes of Shinsuke Nakamura, who is not technically a uh, shall quote-unquote middleweight. He's not a heavyweight either, though he had to gain weight to be the IWGP heavyweight and intercontinental heavyweight champion. Thank you very much. <clears throat> <clears throat> Guy, f- face guys like Sami Zayn. Uh, Tyler Breeze, when Tyler Breeze actually had a, a, a career, sadly. So you're going to tell me. That after all that work, all that fan support, all oh, Raw's dead, there's the rumours, Attitude Arrow was created by me, Car Crash TV. No. No. I agree with that rant. Yeah. I and mean s- I mean here's here's the thing. Here's the thing.
1: I know Russo has said has not said he takes credit for the attitude. I know he said that. Yeah. But at the end of the day,
0: that was 1999 at
1: the end of the day we've just stooped to his level he's won no matter what because people are talking about him put yourself over a whole people are still (laughs) well it's not even that people are still talking about him you know why have you do you remember what his philosophy is ratings yeah what can you do to get people to watch your shows he knows how to do that. And guess what? He did what he does best. Tries to stir up stuff so that the most people can tune in to what he has to provide. Which, by the way,
0: is technically what WWE did. Yes. But they did it through, hey, you know, it's we're a wrestling show. We're on for three hours. You know what could work? Doy! Wrestling, <laughs> Exactly. You know it's a wrestling show when even Michael Cole brings up the words professional wrestling in an environment which, by the way, Vince McMahon says, forthright, the words professional and or wrestling cannot be put together mm-hmm. ever again. Exactly. He brought up Finn Balor's career. Yes. In full. Yep. That's engaging. That's engaging. That's doing your damn job. Exactly. If you're a casual, listening in to the first time, watching Finn Balor, who is this gentleman? I've seen a couple matches, but who is this gentleman? Michael Cole did his damn job. Mm Mm-hmm. Told a story, mm-hmm. Enhanced the story in the ring. Exactly. Oh, and by the which, by the way, Vince Russo, uh, your story is hey, let's put stuff on a poll and make people laugh, and that'll raise the ratings. Exactly.
1: He's a short-term booker. There you he go. He knows how. He sa- he said it himself. He said, "What am I going to do the next week to keep the ratings up?" He's not a long-term booker, no. and that was not what TNA needed. No. That was not what WCW needed. Listen. His style of TV worked for WWE because they had the right amount of wrestlers. They had the right characters involved. And they needed the ratings. And they needed the ratings. And guess what? Russo did that. And I'm not going to take that away from him. He's done that. And his brand of wrestling did not fit with WCW because when WCW has the lineage of the NWA, Mm -hmm. Crash TV is not going to work. And the problem with Russo and a lot of wrestling bookers in general, they have one way of booking things. They're not willing to adapt. That's what happened with guys like uh, the guy who booked the uh, AWA for... Vern Gagne, well, AWA. Vern Gagne. Uh, Vern Gagne. Vern, Vern- Gagne. Vern Bill Gagne. Watts.
0: Bill Watts, great example. Uh, Bill,
1: Bill Watts was a guy. He yeah. was great in the 80s, but couldn't... Continuing in the nineties, Jim Hurd. Jim Hurd. Uh, Kevin Sullivan. Oh, good Sull- Lord! Sullivan's a good booker, but he was not a good booker in the
0: again. It's late a cheap 90s. plug for OSW review. They're going over the uh, Dungeon of Doom story arc, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, that'll tell Cornette. you a lot about Kevin. Su- Kevin Sullivan, Jim Cornette, Jim has Cornette. great
1: ideas, and but the problem is he has not adapted
0: no. to the new wrestling style. But his new, but he promoted. Guys like Samoa Joe or, you know, Austin Aries is yeah. a good example. Kevin Owens, to some extent. Yeah. Oh, sorry. El Generico, yeah. or now Sami Zayn. Sorry. Yeah. Got to shatter the illusion there. Sorry. Like, uh,
1: like I'm, still. What, what, like, what I'm saying is each guy has their own way they view wrestling. Jim Cornette views it as the 80s wrestling with the territories and all yeah. that. Yeah. Which is not a bad idea because guess what? That made money. Yeah. But the problem is that's not what the fans want anymore. Vince Russo's way is Crash Course Television TV. Mm. And that was po- and Crash TV was popular in the 90s in general. Yeah. That's what, Jackass. That's, what made, that's what made WWE Monday Night Raw so popular was because they they had the right guy writing mm. during that time. Yeah. Bill Watts, again another very old school guy, didn't
0: work in the early 90s cuz he was way too old school. Vern moves Gagne on Vern the Vern top rope, no flying. It's like in yeah. an era where flying was the only thing keeping you guys afloat. Vern Gagne was a guy who would only promote the same guys, himself
1: and Nick Bockwinkle.
0: <laughs> and, and he would train guys. And he would do uh, help with promos. But at the end of the day, he was at the top of the of the food chain. Yeah. Nick Bockwinkle and Vern Gagne. Don't get me wrong, no slouches. <laughs> mm-hmm. They earned their spots. Kevin Sullivan.
1: He was a very good booker in the Florida territory yeah. in, in N.W.A., but he could not translate his success because he went way too cartoony. That's <laughs> what he assumed that Hulk Hogan was, like. and that was where the era was leading yeah. to another cartoon era. But he was wrong. And that's not really necessarily a bad thing.
0: It's just—it's a guess. He guessed wrong, and
1: he guessed wrong.
0: And we got the Dungeon of Doom out of it, and we thank him very much because the Yeti was a thing. Exactly. And
1: like right now, the best bookers—the best bookers right now—Gabe
0: Sapolsky. Evolve is a great company. I'm not uh, going to deny that. Ryan Ward in NXT. He's, he, Brian Ward I, and Triple H and Triple to some H. extent. But Ward is also... Is also Red, Ward is the head writer. Yes. So he gets Ryan, as much credit, but Ryan Triple Ward H has credit. some good ideas and knows which talent to Super put Super Dragon
1: spot. for PWG. Agreed.
0: He, I can agree is with that. He's a great
1: booker because he understands his, his audience. Vince Russo does not understand no. the audience of now. So, anyways, we went on a massive tangent yeah. here. We lost all focus <laughs> of the main event show, which was fantastic.
0: Well, yeah, Finn
1: Balor versus Roman Reigns. Uh, so, uh, again, this was a great match, and Finn Balor won, so it's going to be Balor versus Rollins. At SummerSlam,
0: holy. And it it's going to be good. It's going to be awesome. Can't wait. I, I No, I cannot wait. Can you can be SummerSlam now? Yeah.
1: Let's let's have it be SummerSlam
0: now. Let's, let let's have it be SummerSlam now. That that would be amazing. So,
1: anyways, uh that's it for the uh Raw review. What'd you think of Raw?
0: Good show. Yeah. Good first show for the new era. New new era. New new era. It's it's new 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 new, new era. Era. New era. <laughs> it's a new go. one. There you go. New era. Anyway. Uh but no, it was a great show. If the goal was to it was to attract new viewers while assuring the old viewers who may be skeptical of the new era deal. Mm-hmm. Mission accomplished. Yeah. There was still the opening 30-minute promo, but it got what it needed done. i oh, sorry. Listen. Barry Roman Reigns. Check. <laughs> <laughs> well, they had to. It's one of those. Okay. he's they're They're still trying to put Stephanie as a heel, but well. They have the Barry Roman Reigns. Yep. He's in the ho- he's in the doghouse. But uh, no, Barry Roman Reigns check put over the fact that Seth Rollins is the, is the uh, is still the uh, teacher's pet. Yep. Check. Put two matches together, uh, promote the two matches that you've put together to promote your main event for SummerSlam or at least one of your main events for SummerSlam. Mm-hmm. Check. Put some new talent over. Check. Overwhelming check. Yes. And establish a new main event star. Check. Finn Balor, all of the check. All of the check. All of it. So
1: uh, that's it. Uh, I, I also agree. It was a great show. You essentially just
0: went over it what I liked. It's a great show. It was a good show. One was of the better Raws show. in years. One of the best Raws in years.
4: Yes. For all your Raw reviews, wrestling interviews, and opinions, this is Wrestling With Ideas. Welcome back inside the
1: CKDJ Studios for Wrestling With Ideas here on CKDJ 107.9. Ottawa's new music on the line with me via Skype. We have a Cruiserweight Classic competitor. He represented Canada during the tournament, and he is an established veteran on the Ontario independence scene. With me is Tyson Dukes. How are you doing today, Tyson?
3: I'm doing fantastic. We're having a great day today. I slept all friggin' day. Uh, so I'm up now, happy to do this interview, and looking forward to all these questions.
1: Yeah, absolutely, man. And let's just go right into it. Let's talk about the uh, WWE Cruiserweight Classic. Uh, how were you first approached about taking part in the Cruiserweight Classic?
3: It's it's funny how uh, some things just happen, and I've always preached this my whole career. It's all about timing like timing is everything in this business. You could be the most talented human being on the the face of the planet, and if you don't have the right kind of timing, you're not going to go anywhere or do uh, what you you were meant to do. So uh, that being said, uh, everybody was listed as uh, the Cruiserweight Classic went down. They were listing Cruiserweights and stuff like that. And uh, I had a couple people email me and say, hey, aren't you supposed to be doing this? Because they kind of promised you to be on something like this if it went down. And so I'm like, oh, geez, you're right. So I emailed uh, Regal right away and William Regal uh, sent me an email immediately back saying, please send me your resume like today and I'm going to send it with recommendations. And honestly, that dude, that's how it came down is that uh, we just played back and forth a little bit of uh, email back and forth tag to get this uh, spot that I got
1: cool and uh, you're, you were the lone representative for Canada during the uh, cruiserweight classic were you expecting anybody else here from Canada to take a part
3: honestly I, I thought uh, that there would be more in in the ways of the the Maple Leaf being shown proudly because we have so many very very talented human beings uh, especially at that cruiserweight size in uh, Canada, you know, we like Ontario alone, which I base most of my workout. Like, you can count on both hands and toes, guys that are uh, ready to uh, have an opportunity like this. But uh, it, it came as a, as a surprise, but not not a real big shock because I couldn't. I I was uh, this whole global thing. I thought they were going to reach out and grab as many guys as they could. So I honestly when they announced the 32 guys that's the first time i knew who was in the tournament because they kept it a secret even from us hmm.
1: interesting and uh so when you went down to the performance center what were your first impressions of the performance center
3: now this is my second time there my my first time is i had uh a trial with nxt uh two years ago where they they haul guys in okay and um they, they train you for three days through these grueling exercises and stuff like that. And at the end of the three days, they send you home and then they send you the email. And so when I left two years ago from this training camp, uh, I, I didn't know what to expect. Uh, I did very, very well. I was the only guy standing after a lot of drills and stuff like that. And when they sent back the, the responses, they said Canyon said it was either going to be a definite yes or a definite no so you don't have to worry like you know you can go on to other things or you're going to be pursued you're going to come down here and be a wrestler so uh <laughs> knowing knowing the whole tyson duke's uh, way of luck in this business and why i've been at it for 20 years is i didn't get a yes or no i got the old maybe so i'm the first i think i'm the first guy to get the old maybe uh maybe we're uh we're we have an issue that you're a little bit older but we we like your stuff so if something comes up uh we'll let you know that's what i got so uh but the performance center itself is an amazing an amazing spot like it's so clean and so it's ahead of the time and it's where uh professional wrestling should have been years ago uh when it comes to training people it's triple h is baby for sure you could just tell that it, he's got his mark on it all over the place it's just just a wonderful setup in creating uh just either wrestlers or people just getting in this business turning in, them into mega superstars because it really is something awesome
1: mm-hmm, absolutely and uh speaking of triple h uh, did you have any interaction at all with triple h and if you did how much interactions you have with them
3: uh, Triple H is probably the coolest human being uh, alive. I'm going to say that right now. Let the record state that Triple H is cool. Cool as hell. Um, we, The first day I met him was the first day that we're all there. We we're all there uh, after we found out our matches and what was going to go down. Uh, he came in to check us all out as we were working out. And uh, I got to talk to him for about an hour because he would – I. I asked him a question about what was up and we're we're having conversations just about the wrestling scene in general, like the wrestling business in general. And he is so like, it's, it's so awesome to hang out with a guy with that much passion, not only uh, wrestling wise, but professionally, it's just a a different kind of human being. You know what I mean? It's like, like you can't, I can't put into words how, how interesting, uh like how much uh intensity he has for like everything uh like when it comes to professional wrestling like he just uh talks about uh the independent scene which he knows like a lot of you know vince might not know what's going on on an indie level but triple h knows exactly what's going on at all times that's really cool because he's triple h he doesn't have to care about anything's going on at uh their local legions and bingo halls mm-hmm. but he knows so it was really cool to actually interact with them for the couple days there uh, like just uh like a stand-up guy easy to talk to and you know just very very passionate about this this cruiserweight classic the nxt and performance center you could you could i could sit with them all day and just talk about just wrestling in general it was awesome
1: Absolutely, and uh, how much interaction did you have with the uh, Performance Center trainers? Because I figured with a tournament like this, they'd still want some sort of influence of the WWE style in the tournament.
3: Definitely, definitely, and we uh, we had lots of agents there. We had uh, all the trainers, all the coaches were down on hand, ready to help in any way. Very willing. Um, never really, and it's a very, it's a very, very positive family type type atmosphere there's not much there there like not much there is no negativity down there if there's something that they find that um, doesn't work with their style or what they wanted to uh, what they saw in uh, in line for whatever was going on they would just uh, kind of sway you in a different way in a good way in a positive way Uh, never the thumbs on you saying like no you can't do that or no you can't have this but they, they did they did warn us like maybe stay away from some finishers and they didn't put it in a way of saying like don't do the RKO because that's Randy's move and Randy mm-hmm. will be hot. you know what I mean They yeah. didn't say like that, but they did put it into an a, a, like they were so intelligent about it, said why would you want to do like an RKO or a cutter when Randy Orton does it So every time you do the RKO, uh, people are going to be thinking Randy Orton. They're not going to think Tyson Dukes. So they, they put stuff into perspective that makes everything so, like, it's very neat the way they work. So it was, I, you know, like I had, uh, my agent was Sarah Motto, and she was absolutely a blast to just uh, talk to and uh, get to know on, like, a personal and professional level. Uh, very, very cordial and easy to get along with. So it made my life and my work life very easy.
1: Absolutely. And uh, your first round opponent was uh, Zack Sabre Jr., because arguably one of the uh, best technical wrestlers in the world right now. Uh, What was it like working with that guy uh, in the first round of the Cruiserweight Classic?
3: Like you said, uh, Zach is a world-renowned, uh, like mat type technician, like a chain wrestling uh, machine. The only thing is that people don't really realize uh, is Zach is like such a like is such a favorite right now, and he's on a real hot streak. But a lot of people are like, oh, Tyson, what are you going to do? You got to wrestle a guy that's all like a super chain wrestler. I'm like, I don't think you people know what I've done for about 20 years. But like when it comes to mat based wrestling and chain wrestling and stuff like that, you know, I've wrote I could write a couple books at length about the stuff I forgot, you know. So uh, it was like in in the ways of matchups, you couldn't have a better matchup for me uh to show my skills and to get out there on it like and it's going to be something totally different than anything else you ever see on this Cruiseway classic matchup
1: mm-hmm.
3: and it's something that i take a lot of pride in is uh the match with me and zach
1: Mm-hmm. absolutely and uh, uh spoiler alert for the people that are listening and you did unfortunately lose to uh, zach in the first round but uh were you told of any plans that they were going to do another cruiserweight classic uh, next year and if they would invite you back or even just bring you back into wwe for some sort of different role
3: now that's that's see, that's all still up in the air i do know that um You know, as I'm getting a little bit older, I want to keep as healthy as possible. The door is never shut. And there's always uh, there's talks of uh, other plans and stuff like that. But definitely the like keep your eye on that Cruiserweight Classic thing, because this is not just a one off. They weren't just doing this as a test run. They are doing it as um, like a a brand. They really want this to be the next brand. So um, like just. Yeah, like everybody should just uh, not see this as a one and done, see this as something that is groundbreaking and next level type stuff. And I'm excited to see where it goes from this point on Mm -hmm. tournament starting now. uh, There are it is it has the possibility of not just being a tournament next year, but actually being showcased as an actual show. Mm hmm.
1: And uh, one last thing on the Cruiserweight Classic. Uh, how much interaction did you have with the other contestants?
3: Uh, quite a bit because uh, a lot of us had to share rooms. We had, like, uh, rooms and uh, rental cars and stuff. They, WWE takes like takes care of you like you're a king. You know, you're a real superstar when you're down there. But uh, we got to all hang out together. We're all in the same hotel, and we're all just – Kind of chilling. It was so great to see Brian Kendrick again. It's been years since I've seen Brian, so it was awesome to see him and Tommaso and Gargano are regulars that I see all the time. So it was great to hang out with them. Gulak is the same way. Like I just everybody that I could hang out with, I hung out with Uh, the only guys that I really didn't. hang out with were uh, some of the Mexican guys and stuff because they don't speak Spanish and they don't speak much English so it was kind of uncomfortable that way but like all in all like everybody was just uh, like I know I just it's all positive it seems like it's all positive there's no negative I know this might sound boring but it's one of those experiences that uh, there was no negativity to it and that's kind of where you want wrestling to be like no one was in any kind of Uh, like backstabby mood or anything like that It was just straight up the most uh, wonderful experience uh, in wrestling that I can name in many years in countless years
1: absolutely and uh, you mentioned you've known Brian Kendrick before you actually were part of WWE during uh, the years of 2003 to 2005 I believe Uh, what was it like during those years of WWE uh, first starting out
3: I awesome just as a I was a young kid back then you know I had no idea what uh, how much um, I had advanced you know all I could think about is like when when it comes to wrestling as a kid is I wanted to be in the WWE um, you know as a child or WWF I guess but like uh, that's all I wanted to be so when uh, I finally got the call to go there Uh, it was quite, it was quite awesome. So I had no idea though. Like when you're 24, you have no idea or 22, 24. Yeah. 22 to 24. You have no idea what you have in front of you. You know what I mean? You kind of take it for granted. Uh, but I did work there on, on freelance, no contract, but I was there every month working both, um, raw dark matches and SmackDown dark matches and highlighted on velocity and Sunday night heat. The, which were their programs, side programs at the time. So it was kind of a neat, it's, it was very neat experience. It was awesome. And it's really awesome to actually make my way back that after this many years.
1: Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And uh, uh, were, were there any talks at any point during that time where they thought, let's sign you and let's bring you down to OVW or Deep South uh, during that time?
3: Yeah, definitely. The, oh, yeah. I, uh, <laughs> I was supposed to get a contract uh, or – I was in talks of getting uh, paperwork and all that stuff done when I blew out my knees. So the same day that I, we were actually where contracts came up and the idea of having me uh, wrestle with them full time uh, was taken away by knee injury the same night, which is, you know, kind of poetic and tragic in a way, but it, it is what it is. So yeah, that's uh, it happened on Velocity versus March Indrac. I just took the buckle, uh, corner whip hard, and then the canvas rolled up underneath me, and I just lost my footing and then blew out my knee.
1: Ow, that's that, that sounds brutal. I did not know that. Uh, yeah. And uh, so, but were they after you blew out your knee? Were they still contacting you? Like, stay on the phone. We may bring you in. We may bring you in.
3: Uh, no, I no, only got one call during that time. Um, mostly I worked with their, their uh, talent relations at the time, and talent relations said not to wrestle anymore because uh, I was supposed to wrestle on a very, you know, a very popular tournament back then called Super 8. I was supposed to go there a week later after blowing out my knee, and I was still going to go down and do that tournament. But uh, I was going to go down on crutches and hobble my way to the ring. Mm-hmm. But uh, they said that because of insurance reasons, I, I, wouldn't, I couldn't do it. So I, I had to stop wrestling completely until uh, I was fixed up. And they took care of me that way. They fixed my leg, which was wonderful. It was a great, you know, I got, I got fixed up, which was great. Um, but after that, I kind of like got in, like, a, I guess a little bit of depression from losing a lot of opportunities during the time that I was hurt from uh, 0 one in Japan to uh, the first run as Team Canada uh, was supposed to be my gig at the time and I just kind of fell off the wagon and just ate ate way too much didn't work out and just uh, waited for my knee to get better uh, and so when I did go back for tryout matches I was even though my knee was good my my mind and my body and everything else were were not good so uh, after that, Try out when I come back. That was the last I heard of them for quite a few years until I uh, got my head on straight and started getting back back to work the way I should have. Mm-hmm.
1: And uh, you also worked, uh, as you mentioned, with TNA a couple of times as part of Team Canada. What was it like uh, working uh, with TNA at that time?
3: Uh, TNA was like one of those ones that kind of like a flash in the pan kind of thing. Uh, the first time I went in was for Team Canada. Second time, and that was on the verge of just coming out of my. Uh, actually, TNA is the when I realized that God, I gotta do something because this isn't working. Because like I was not in good shape, um, and I was all, you know what I mean. I wasn't. Uh, TNA was my wake up call uh, that I wasn't ready, and that uh, I wanted to be ready from th- this point on. So I, that's when I started getting myself ready. The second time around was with Team International. Um, and I did sign a contract. It was a two year deal with, um, TNA, but they only used me for the, the, uh, the, the, tournament, the global tournament. And mm-hmm. then they let me go. Uh, what, like just after that, a couple of months after the fact, cause they really had nothing for me. Writers had nothing for me. Uh, it was okay. Like I, it was what it was. It got me. Uh, a little bit of notoriety got me back on the groove of like actually getting back to it. I found it very uh, disheartening that they like there was just nothing. There was nothing for me there and they weren't even trying to uh, give me anything there. Uh, gave me nothing to work on and uh, there's just no support. It's just I went in and did that one a couple jobs there and then that was it. I was going home. Uh, to no call no callbacks or anything like that So when when they finally said that's that's fine. Well, uh, they let me go I w- had no problem with it because the next thing I went was uh zero one in Japan. So it just bounced from uh, One job to the next mm-hmm. to kind of keep myself busy and relevant
1: <laughs> Absolutely, and uh, in zero one, one uh, how would you describe that experience uh, in Japan?
3: Japan is a if you have the opportunity to get to Japan, um, anybody, uh, especially in the wrestling business, I definitely say do it. If my son wants to be a pro wrestler, uh, I will send him to uh, Japan to work as a young boy with whatever company will take him or whatever, because uh, that is definitely uh, the place to go. Like, it's just such a neat experience and the culture is so different and so it's something that you can respect and think highly of that it was just um, by far one of the most uh, uh like one of those experiences that i took away i learned so much from being there and uh of how to how i wanted to represent and how i wanted to carry myself from this point that point forward that uh, japan really made that uh really come to light Mm-hmm. It was would, awesome.
1: And would you say Japan was a good rebuilding period for you as well?
3: Oh, by a, by a long shot. It was probably it's probably the best shape I've ever been in was uh coming to and from Japan was uh like my diet was on point, working out was on point and their discipline and the way they uh, I went about uh living there was on point it was just uh it's just one of those things that if this is what you want to do if this is the business that you want to be a part of you submerge yourself in it you kind of drowned in it you know what i mean you kind of you want it to to take over and i just let it take over by that point it's probably the best decision i made back in the day And and honestly if i in hindsight which you know hindsight is only when you come through something but if i was If it was possible for me to go to Japan uh, when I started my career, that's where I would have went. And I would have just I would have started the hardest way possible because it only gets easier from there. And it's it's so much better.
1: Mm-hmm. Absolutely, and uh, you've been on the uh, Ontario independent wrestling scene for a number of years now. And recently, we've seen a lot of uh, crowds start to really build up over the past couple of years. Uh, C four being an example here in Ottawa, uh, really starting to develop a very passionate uh, fan base. Uh, Was it like uh, seeing that growth in uh, fans on the independent scene here in Ontario? Uh,
3: it's awesome. I like it it's so neat to see the the waves because when I started in this business, um, it was the attitude era and wrestling was hot, but on an indie level, it was not, it was not a, not a big deal. So it's so neat to see, um, wrestling uh starting to gain momentum in territories kind of deal again you know what i mean because ottawa's crowd is only ottawa's crowd if ottawa like if the crowd from ottawa went anywhere else they wouldn't it wouldn't be the same because they have their people and their champs and the way their style is because ottawa is completely different from toronto toronto style is completely different from windsor's so it's neat to see um this kind of like this this relationship built between people and their wrestling companies. And to see a growth is fantastic. It just this is the best time ever to be in professional wrestling, without a doubt. Like it never has there been so much wrestling on TV and never has there been so much attendance for said product. As right now so it's 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 the kind of like the golden age of pro wrestling as it was in the 70s it's really making its mark and it's wonderful to see
1: mm-hmm. and is there anybody on the uh, Ontario scene that you're looking at you are going wow he could really be something uh, for WWE
3: oh there's a, a well there's definitely a, a, like a bunch there are a ton of dudes out there like I don't want to single anybody out but there are guys um, that are making like big big strides Uh, there's a lot of kids out there too because everybody's getting trained by the the same people and they're working with the same group core people and that core i'm not saying egotistically that it started with me but it started around my era of guys that just wanted to help like we weren't like the older guys that uh just beat you up and like you had to figure it out on your own uh, our, our generation of guys back in the uh, late 90s were about trying to teach everybody everything because the better the product, the better the shows, the more people show up, the more money we make is our mentality. So now we have like this crop of great kids coming up that know more than we did back in the day because they've been taught by all of us the right way of doing things. And with a little bit of experience, and once they get there uh, a couple of years under them and gain some experience both uh, on an indie level, a traveling level, a little bit on TV, um, as well as working with, uh, as you get older and you work with the injuries and stuff like that, you're gonna see just like a flux now in the next 10 years of wrestling hold strong of like just great Canadian talent moving on to the next level and i'm really excited about it i'm hoping that i'm hoping that it really opens the doors up here in canada because we really like i'm the only guy picked on this tournament and like there it just does it just goes to show that we just don't get the amount of publicity and media coverage that we really should
1: mm-hmm. oh i absolutely agree on that and uh how did you get into the uh, wrestling business how did you uh, get started
3: i get started in uh uh, I was almost uh, 19 years old. I was 18, so 96, 97, around there. I just decided when I left home is like I didn't want to do anything else but what I wanted to do. Uh, I grew up as a farm kid. I worked really, really hard as a kid for my father. And then when I was on the verge of turning 19, I decided that, you know, I don't want to do uh, anything else but professional wrestling, like and wrestling was big back then because they had the 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 war between Raw and WCW, and so I had the best best wrestling I could ever want to see is because all the guys that I really really enjoyed from Regal to Fifth Finley Benoit and Guerrero Austin Bret Hart like those guys are all uh, like on the like all my top guys i love those guys right so i could tune in every week and see every single one of them have matches it was phenomenal and at the time i'm like this is what i want to do my father took me on my 18th birthday to a show in pennsylvania drove me we drove from new brunswick to pennsylvania to watch uh, a wcw house show at the hershey center And I got to watch Regal and Benoit Russell live. And when I got home from that, I had made my mind up that this is what I was going to do. And uh, I wasn't gonna stop until I got there. So uh, a month later, I packed, no, it was a little bit longer than a month because I was almost 19. So almost a year, I had enough money saved and I hauled out of my house and went to uh, Cambridge, Ontario and start at the Hart Brothers School of Wrestling.
1: Wow! And uh, you mentioned you uh, saw Regal and Benoit uh, having a match. Uh, would you say those were influences in your wrestling style?
3: Oh yeah, without a doubt, without a doubt. Like uh, I, I say, back when I first started my, uh, the guys that I watched the most were like uh, like the Finleys, the Regals. Uh, definitely Benoit was like was always a huge fan of Benoit from the the get-go, I always wanted to be Chris Benoit when I was a kid um, because he's the guy that I knew, right, and saw him every week. So uh, when I started wrestling school, that was definitely my, like, biggest influence was to be like Chris Benoit. Now, as I get older and my styles changed a little bit, you know, I went through a a phase there where I really, really enjoyed Muda, and – I mimicked a lot of Muda's movements because Muda had more uh, charisma than Benoit did. So I phased over from just not being Benoit, but trying to work a little bit more charisma and facials and more explosive actions like uh, like a great Muda would. And now, as I get a little bit older and a little bit, uh, I wouldn't say slower, but a little bit smarter. Uh, and don't waste my movements i'm more uh, i guess more kibashi like kenta kibashi based uh, where i try to be uh, like a grizzled vet kind of feel to me right you might as well Mm -hmm. play to your strengths and play to uh, what it looks like you're trying to accomplish so that's where i'm at right now
1: Absolutely, and uh, one last question for you, Tyson. Uh, The Cruiserweight Classic, uh, how much would you say it's helped you in terms of getting bookings or getting just exposure in general uh, in the wrestling business?
3: Exposure, without a doubt, has been, like, a media-based exposure has been insane, Uh, and it just keeps building and building and building, which is wonderful, and uh, I feel very blessed to have it. Um, Booking-wise, bookings are still still going up and i have to be a little bit smarter with the ones i take and stuff right now but it's it's great it's great to see like uh that uh business is still picked up and business is still good for me as well as so many others but like man i can't complain
1: absolutely and uh, so is there any uh, appearances or upcoming uh shows that you're going to be doing
3: well if you were talking ottawa region i will be c4 uh, i'll be c4 heavy next year uh as the summer uh, we take a break in the summer uh, once they start back up in september i will be there all the time awesome so we're really i'm really looking forward to um uh planning a big big year with c4 um big changes Style-wise, big changes. Look-wise, and I'm just looking to uh, make my mark back in Ottawa, like I did years and years ago with the Kevin Owens and the Sami Zanes of that when I used to work back. That's how long I've been a part of C4s. That's when that's when I got my my go is with those guys. So I'm going back there to kind of, um, you know, make my mark once more, like I did back then.
1: Awesome, sounds good. Well, I can't wait to see you there at C4. Uh, So I wish you the best of luck uh, in your uh, wrestling career, and uh, have a good one.
3: Well, thank you very much. It's been an absolute pleasure chatting with you.
4: For all your Raw reviews, wrestling opinions, and wrestling interviews, this is Wrestling With Ideas.
0: Well, that's it. Uh, You want to quickly promote your uh, show? Yeah, I have a lot of stuff. But for the most part, my main show is The WrestleCast, presented by RVT Entertainment. We're on uh, Podomatic.com. It's uh, www.podomatic.com slash The WrestleCast, all in one word, lowercase. Uh, We have a show weekly, posted every Sunday uh, morning Mm -hmm. or Saturday night, depending. I usually post it Saturday uh, night around midnight. Uh, and we do wrestling reviews, kind of like this particular program as well. Yep. Uh, and we also dabble in, in, in a little bit of independent professional wrestling. Mm-hmm. Uh, in a couple of weeks, we're doing our uh, best and worst of 2016 so far, our mid-year report. Nice. Uh, we'll have our good buddy Mattis Leinhardt of uh, Absolution Network to help us out with that, because he helps us out with that particular show. Uh, and we're just going, f- and we're going to have a hard time picking match of the, match of the year.
1: It's it's going to be So hard. far, good Lots Lord. of good matches. Oh,
0: we're probably going to have ties to yeah. s- just to say, okay, we can't pick. And there's still another half of the year to go. Oh, good Lord. And we still have SummerSlam to go. And that's yeah. that SummerSlam weekend is looking good. Nakamura versus uh, Samoa Joe. Yep. You got uh, Asuka versus Bailey, the rematch. Yep. They got to get that out of the way before they put Bailey up on the main roster permanently.
1: Yep. Balor and Rollins. Balor, Rollins. Orton Lesnar Orton Lesnar
0: will be a car crash but good lord it will be beautiful yeah uh, but yeah, we'll be talking about uh, that. Of course, uh, we usually do that live on uh, our on the YouTube page of RVT Entertainment. Uh, nice. We will do be doing that at around ten p.m. Eastern the weekend of. Hopefully, they will not broadcast a takeover of that, and we will be <laughs> on at midnight. <coughs> hated doing that. That was it. Was fun, but we were just dead tired. Yeah. Uh, but also, I happen to host a Power Ranger podcast on oh, uh, the Power Rangers. Uh, yes, on on the same YouTube uh, called Ranger. Recap. Uh, we're kind of like on a down uh, on a hiatus because the main show we usually do is uh, Power Rangers Dino Charge. It's on hiatus until the end, until uh, uh, autumn, mm-hmm. so until fall. So, uh, but in the meanwhile, we're doing classic episodes and we riff them mm-hmm. riff track style, MST3K nice. style. So, and uh, I previously brought up Toku Riffs Live. It's on uh, our on you uh, on you TV slash channel slash RVT dash dash RVTE. It's a weird URL, but uh, and we riff uh, Tokusatsu. If those don't know what Power Rangers is, it was it started in Japan as Super Sentai, and we riff that uh, MST3K style, uh, the newer shows. Uh, essentially, uh, the show that was based on um, Dino Charge Kyuujiru is what it's called. Mm-hmm. It's a it's a trip. <laughs> let's let's leave it at that. Nice, but uh, well, I'm excited
1: for that, and uh, with that. We'll wrap things up here for Wrestling With Ideas. Make sure you tune in to Wrestling With Ideas every Wednesday at 5 o'clock p.m. Eastern with uh, new stuff coming out each week. Uh, and uh, check out the
0: Tyson Dukes interview. Uh, I forgot to put it up last week. Oh. Uh, very bad of me. Well, he you know, still got time to put it up. He's, he's uh, uh, in the Cruiserweight Classic. Yes, exactly. Classic. So it's perfect timing. So, luck. Lazy it it was a it was
1: a great interview with him. Like he he's he's a very very cool interview, um, and really nice guy as mm-hmm. well. Went through his entire career, and uh, we also went through his time with the cruiser in the Cruiserweight Classic, uh, all that good stuff. And so uh, when when I get that uh, review uploaded, maybe I'll put it up with this episode. Maybe and make this a. Epic, epically long two and a half hour podcast why not why, why not? not why not so uh, but anyways uh, check out that interview and uh, keep checking out Wrestling With Ideas if you want to listen to older episodes archived episodes we've got a ton of interviews we have uh, Dan the Beast Severin Jakes the Snake Roberts uh, Hacksaw Jim Duggan Jeff Jarrett Teddy Lawn. Yeah. Whole bunch of guys we've had on here. (laughs) Holla, holla. Holla, holla. Uh, I got a great story on that, but uh, I'll be safe for another time. But until then, keep on tuning into Wrestling with Ideas. Again, you can listen to us on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, TuneIn Radio, and Player FM. Still trying to work out that Play Store stuff; it won't let us for some oh, reason, no. which is which is really weird. But mm. you can find us out on uh, all the other uh, little media modems there. And uh, yeah, just keep on tuning in and uh, leave a like on the Facebook page at Wrestling Capital W Ideas. Also on Twitter. And, uh, yeah, just keep on enjoying the show. Keep updated with the show. We'll try and get some more interviews uh, down packed uh, for later on. So uh, until then, guys, have a good one.
4: You have just listened to the greatest wrestling show on the planet. Keep updated with everything going on with Wrestling With Ideas by following us on Twitter or leaving a like on the Wrestling With Ideas Facebook page. Listen to archived episodes of the show on Podbean and the Podbean app. Or take a listen on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, TuneIn Radio, and Player FM. We will be back next week to wrestle with ideas.